Welcome to Cursed, a bi-weekly podcast that investigates the liminal spaces, from everyday witchcraft to the haunted and the phantasmic. Hang out with us as we explore our personal experiences with the unknown and celebrate our craft. There you are. Yay! Hopefully, okay, we figured it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it said, please ask callers to use headphones. Yeah, so that was the thing. Uh, and luckily, I anticipated that. I had a pair of headphones over here about on standby, but I didn't have them connected so yeah. because I wasn't sure. Um, well, I don't know if it's necessary. I'm not wearing any. I just have my blue snowball over yeah, here. Yeah, but you you get to be you get to be special and do it from the computer. I think you're the only one. Yeah, I'm the captain now, bitches. <laughs> it's too much. I don't understand why it only wanted people to use the app to call in, even the co-host, but you know. Um we'll have to see because Megan was already calling, so we'll have to get her on first here in a second. Um but I was like, oh, we should like Give it a second. I mean, we're only <laughs> three minutes in, right? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I'm going to read these out loud. No, um, okay. So I would think that um, we could have people call in, like we were saying, to share their stories. Um, we have mm -hmm. a couple special guests we know are definitely calling in, like Megan, deputy from... Um, the Ghost Finders. Ghost Finders. Um, you yes. probably heard that episode. You should have. Um, why are you even if on If not, our you should definitely check it out afterwards. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got Rachel the Pickety Witch. She was on um, an episode mm -hmm. back in the day, <laughs> like a few months ago. Yep, our Haunted yep, our haunted Objects episode, which was fantastic. Right. And we got Keely at some point, who is from She Scotia, which you guys probably should have heard that one by now. Um, I don't think we can get her to sing. <laughs> I tried to tell her. I was like, oh, we're going to song live um, for everybody. And then uh, I think... Not Brett to put you on the spot or anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, we wouldn't. We would never do such a thing. Um, no, not us. Right. So... Um, let's see. And then uh, Brett Manning, uh, we're going to try to get uh, on here. Um, and anybody else who wants to call in at any time. We don't have an order for the calls, so I think there's a call button. Hit that, and um, we'll just start talking to you. And we'll get a couple short stories from people, and then you guys can ask us questions on the text or call in, um, right? And we don't yeah, have to, absolutely. We don't have to answer shit, but we will maybe. <laughs> we just want to so hang out and have a good time. Yeah, I have I have some rum, so we're good. Well, <laughs> how y'all doing? Yeah. Um. No, I am drinking gin, of course. And I was like, of course. Oh, how am I? Should I bring the bottle in here with me? <laughs> <laughs> and um. I almost made 
drinks in one cup, but I've got one. If I have to take an intermission to make more, I will. But I also am the captain, <laughs> so I shouldn't be drunk steering the ship, right? Yeah, probably not. Sing me some TikToks. Look, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm on TikTok right now. I'm not even paying attention. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Tamara is in here. Yeah, she no. work. Hi Tamara. Oh, there you are. I see you. <laughs> you no booze for you. Oh. Mm. Okay, I had a drink. We'll so, drink extra booze for you tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, we'll get extra drunk for our fans. Oh, yeah. For yeah. ourselves. Um, now, <laughs> <laughs> um, drinking the blood of our Christ. Oh, well, he's supposed to come back tomorrow, but I think he's in quarantine. <laughs> he should be. He, he should be, be doing his social distancing. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, Moggett's in here with me. No, Moggett's a special guest. <laughs> He yeah. might cause havoc later. Right. He'll try to drink my my vodka or something later. Won't you? Yeah. Yeah. Zombie Jesus. Yeah. Um, corona Jesus. So that's what we're trying to do, right? Um, oh, what up, Cindy Brannon? She's Hi! also blood of Christ. Um, does anybody have any of his body to eat, to snack on? Do we have snacks? I was eating a really crunchy sandwich earlier. But yeah, I'll spare I'm gonna, you all that. Gonna, <laughs> what's the loudest sandwich I can have to eat on a live stream? <laughs> First off, it's got to be toasted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, Rachel it definitely Lee was. Yep. Um, and she didn't. <gasps> she didn't. Ooh, Rachel makes the best know. cookies. I still, I still have dreams about those pumpkin cookies all the time. Uh, let's see. Clayton is here. Um, hi, Clayton. Is Zombie Jesus hollow or filled? Oh, or solid, like the chocolate bunnies? Um, I would hope he's hollow because they're <laughs> the best. Marshmallow filling, yeah, maybe. He's full of something, I'm sure. <laughs> I think we're eight minutes, like that's some people in here. So Megan, mm -hmm. if you're listening, you can call back real quick um, because I ignored your call. <laughs> I put you on. <laughs> I call screened you. Um, ew, the Cadbury. That's so rude. Um, <laughs> so we can have a few callers at one time if that's not too crazy, but it might be. And I would think like, oh, if you're on a call, you could mute your microphone if there's background noise. I don't think there. it should be that bad. Um, Hopefully so, not. All right. Megan Deputy's calling. Let me, again, I feel like Frazier. Okay, I'm listening. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are oh, you, love? So good. It's so wonderful to hear your beautiful voices. Yeah, what you doing? I know, I've missed you. Oh, I've missed you guys too. No, I've just been, I've coined the phrase catting, which means lying around on the couch, you know, like napping, but not, but reading with the three cats that you guys know as well. So it's been yes. Delicious. Oh, so like just doing um, normal cat shit. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. But oh my goodness. No, you I were fine. That. You know, I'm a grandma with technology. So I was like <laughs> pressing the call button. I was like, wait, that's wrong. I actually like X'd out of this and came back in. So you're fine. You did not even hang up on me. 
I don't think so. I'm no, I never happy. even answered the call to um, good. Hang up. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> but oh, anyway, yeah, just lots of reading and uh, films with Ernie, my husbando, and the cats. Ooh. It's been really really good to just be at home because you guys know I travel like constantly so the Mm -hmm. just ah, being at home like kind of guilt-free just on lockdown has been nice and making the most of that for sure how are you living guilt-free though is that what I'm wondering um (laughs) I guess uh when I stay at home for too long you know I'm like oh I could be working or like turning down some work. Mm. So the fact that I have to stay home, I'm like, yes, delicious. Well, it looked like Cindy was trying to call too. So, I mean, we can try to answer uh, multiple calls. Yeah, let's do it. Do it. Okay, sorry, Cindy. Okay, there you go. I didn't hit you fast enough. Okay, so now we have Cindy too. I am, hello. Hello, I am here. Okay, good. I don't. I've never used. We're so glad you before. could make it. I'm glad. Us I either. Make it Not too. like this. <laughs> Not like this no. I'm like, oh, this isn't Zoom. I don't know how to do things outside of Zoom. Um, I just wanted to call <laughs> in and say hello because you know I love love curse. I love it. Um, I thank put a you shout so much. To- that means everything. I, I put a shout out to the Keeping Her Keys crew as well if they wanted to join. So I hope that was okay. Of course. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Thank you your, so much. Your check is in the mail. No, I'm just kidding. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel, felt like we had to talk about Thursday after I listened to the episode. Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being super like, keeper of her keeps mode. Let me just show up out of the blue spontaneously and dictate <laughs> how things are going to be. That uh, does, that, <laughs> does that sound well, that like anyone we know? <laughs> Sounds a little bit like someone we know. Just, I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the episode about Cersei. I thought it was so spot on. And I love what you were saying, Cricket, about the whole pig thing. Um, I just thought yes. it was really cool. So I thought I was done teaching. I, I was teaching a live class, and I thought I'm going to call in because mm-hmm. I think this is really cool. About t- I want to talk about Thursday. Well, excellent. I did too, especially after reading uh, your articles and reading Madeline Miller's book. I was just so inspired, and I just felt like it was something that I needed to share. It was so powerful. Right? Look, she's, and it's so interesting to me mm-hmm. um, how like so many of my students like in keeping her keys are just like deeply connecting with Cersei and it's curious because when I first started talking about Hecate like 12 years ago back in the day um, people kind of raised their <laughs> eyebrows at me and then when I first started mm-hmm. talking about Cer- Cersei a few years ago people kind of raised their eyebrows at me yet here we are mm-hmm. Yeah, now look at us. Right, now look at yeah. us. Yeah. Um, so and I, I think just... I would venture a guess to say that maybe that has to do a lot with our climate and, and the way that women are being viewed and portrayed. And I, I think that we're given a lot more 
freedom to be not perfect and not be, you know, the the prize in the top of the tower anymore. You know what I mean? I, I, and that just feels so much better. And I think that's why it's resonating with people is because we're we're finally ready to to hear that kind of a message. Yeah, did anybody and we need to hear line? that kind of a message? Yes. Oh, well said. Yeah. Right? Okay. Just, so should have had wine. Yeah. What did you say? Well, there's wine. We should have had wine. Oh, you go get some, <laughs> we should have. And expose the pigs and predators, Chamara says. Yes. That's what we tried. Yes. Now, if there's any typos that's coming from Cursed, it's my fault. It's not reflective on Cricket. <laughs> <or laughs> to, to be honest, I have my glasses chat. off. I'm not even... I'm not even looking at the chat. I'm just responding to you guys. I feel really bad, but um, I actually had a really bad allergic reaction. So one of my eyes is kind of swollen half shut. So uh, I'm kind of, I'm having trouble seeing anyway. So I, I apologize. Is it your right eye or your left eye? It is my right eye. Yes. You know what? I scratched my lower right eyelid a few days ago. So Everybody's got I really, yeah. yes. I don't know what that is. Like we're supposed to look out of our left eyes only these days or something. Um, and I was all Weird. like, well, this is a video thing. I'm just going to start by saying my smoky eyes are not present tonight because I can't put any makeup on because I've got this eye situation. So you're, it sounds like you're in the same situation. I, I think my third eye has pink The eye. same. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Your third eye has pink eye. What is that? You can only imagine how that happened. <laughs> oh my god. That's my only explanation. Don't know. I don't know. It's not working right or like what what do you mean? Like what do you mean? No, I was just being um no, I don't have pink eye in my third eye. Um <laughs> that we know of. Always, that we know of. I, don't I know. of course am, I, I'm going like all the way into the river here. I'm like, what's the deep meaning of this? Talk to me about the <laughs> significance of what you what you're really no. I, I want, <laughs> let me let me take you to the river and we'll cleanse your eye. Like, you know, I'm just well, you know what I'm like. It's like let's all go all the way in deep and explore this. Um, yeah. Let's um <laughs> It's just a joke. It's a let's joke. Do, let's do the Simba water. <laughs> And clean out, clean out the redness. Um, which I mean, God, there's so many TikToks with the Simba thing now. I'm sorry, I am sorry <laughs> that I have a problem apparently with that shit. The Simba thing, as in like on like Pride Rock when where they're holding him up in the air. Or I'm sorry, Again. I'm not. I I don't understand TikTok. <laughs> Me um, either. It's like, okay, well, you know the movie Lion King where he puts that shit on his forehead where he's like, Simba. People do that with, like, ketchup. Oh, okay. Um, ah, oh, my God. Things, like, sharp. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, years ago, uh, not on the show, who I think is in chat, Nick, yeah. uh, was streaming on Twitch with a, with a friend live, and they um, used to haze people that he had come on the show um and they would make them eat this blue frosting that tasted absolutely terrible it was like blue raspberry flavored or something it was awful and so his friend paul 
actually took some of the blue frosting and put it across Nick's head and said Simba, and it was just it was a huge thing in his chat for a while. Yeah. It, oh, it blue raspberry snow cone. Yeah. It doesn't help us oh. as a society, but it's out there. <laughs> it's, <happening>. it's out there. <laughs> back in my day, it used to be a thing. Back in my day, like years ago, it used to be a thing, but it was a lot more dirty than what it is now. But <laughs> yes, yes, it wasn't blue. <laughs> it Take still sparks joy. So. <laughs> I guess if you're into that. <laughs> yeah. Should we have had a topic? No, I'm kidding. Um, but okay. So um, I know that some people had some stories too. Do Megan or Cindy, do you have any uh, quick little creepy stories that don't involve rubbing fluids on people's forehead? <laughs> Well, if you're taking blood out of the equation, you're just chopping like half of my stories, all the okay. blood magics. Okay. They, they've off, been real. I don't need to be on here calling me out. No, you are totally fine. Actually, I do have um, a tie-in story. Uh, so I'm in the same room where we did uh, the podcast. Uh many mm -hmm. moons ago uh but what was really awesome is when i was working in minnesota and uh ernie was here so you guys know the young little girl spirit that is now in what i lovingly call our bed and breakfast for spirits that is our house um mm -hmm. and she's been just adorable and beautiful and uh it's really, really interesting and cool because when I was uh, staying in the farmhouse on in our production house uh, in Minnesota, the mm -hmm. she's a beautiful young little witchling. Her name is Abby. She actually was uh, staying in my same room. Um, she was my assistant uh, for makeup. And we were chilling in my room together uh, and just like sitting on the bed, chatting. And uh, <laughs> she freaked out and she knew and was very happy like that I had experience with like a bunch of spirits. And I gave her the heads up. I was like, hey, they're just they always hang around and it happens. Mm -hmm. Well, it was like a little kid jumped on the bed and it was the, it jumped on her leg and she was like, Wah! and totally. And I was like, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's fine. Um, and she was like, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. She was like, I definitely felt that. And I, we were like, okay, did the, like, did something happen? And she was like, no, that, that totally happened. But what is really interesting and cool is, um, Another night, the exact same thing happened to Ernie here in our house. <gasps> oh, wow. And, yeah, so he felt uh, like the size of a small kid jumped on the bed on, like, his leg. Like, you know how when they rush in in the morning and they, like, just, like, lean on your feet and it's like, hey, get up or get, mm -hmm. make me pancakes, give me attention. It sounds um, like a <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Yes. So who knows? We were like, it's either Ghost Cat uh, that we lovingly named or it was um, Emily is what we kind of understand her name to be. Oh. But it, it was like her same kind of energy. And so that was cool that she could possibly, you know, I believe and I've experienced that like not just in one stagnant place. Uh, and we had the same experiences and it was great to have Abby there, especially because she's like mm-hmm. an extra variable, if that makes sense, like an outside party to confirm that. So Ernie and I are not mm-hmm. just crazy, <laughs> like feeling ghost cats everywhere. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. Like, and you know, even when we were recording the podcast, you know, I think in the uh, the Patreon episode, we talked about how there was a spirit that actually came and tried to interact with me and was very curious and very intense and was mm-hmm. right up in my face. And uh, while we were recording, and I think part of, I think I lost hearing in one of my ears and I think maybe part of my body went numb, which is a, a mm-hmm. huge indicator for me. So, you know, I, you're definitely not crazy. You know, like there's definitely a, a wonderful spirit there and she's a little bit like off-putting at the at the front because she's just so intense but yeah but there's she's she's really sweet and like the energy in your house and all the spirits that just come and go and it's just very free it's wonderful it's absolutely wonderful thank you we love it ernie and i we enjoy being hosts um as you guys know so we do that for the Mm -hmm. spirit world as well and she's been a wonderful addition to the family and yeah she's come in gone as she pleased and she was uh, she definitely wanted that attention i think she misses our anime mornings we watch cartoons all the time together and i'll just like (laughs) talk to her and see sometimes the cats interact with her as well it's just Mm. cute so i would say that's yeah when the fact that you guys are quarantined now is she like kind of over it are you there too much? <laughs> I don't know. She's actually, um, <laughs> she's been pretty chill. I think she likes uh, having us home and some of the others. There's been mm-hmm. a young man that we kind of understand as Owen. Um, some fellow witches and stuff. We actually, before all this, I whipped out my, do you remember my wood burned spirit board on my horn altar? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So that was totally like buzzing and was like, um, excuse me. Uh, now's the time to use mm. me, please, please. Hala. And so uh, <laughs> that was really wonderful. We had a little gathering and tea time. And Owen, I've met years before. And Heather at Greystone Manor. Oh, you guys would love mm-hmm. her. I'm going to take you Mm -hmm. on a road trip to Greystone Manor. I feel like Heather's your future cricket. Yeah. She has this beautiful mansion, and it's filled with all of these antiques around the world, especially with spirit attachments. Um, She has a bed and breakfast. Yeah, and she's a medium, and she's got, like, this huge room with a giant, like, It looks like a dining table, but it's a spirit board, and that's what she does. (gasps) Yeah, it's I have chills. That's incredible. We'll um, we'll just do a group. We'll we'll rent a bus. 
Yeah, let's let's go. They're like family um, there as well. She's just absolutely wonderful. And uh, Greystone, so we did an episode there with the Ghost Finders, and Greystone's been on like, what's the show? Uh, Most Haunted Places in America or something like that. I'm sorry if I'm quoting it wrong. But she saw Owen and told me about him as well, which I had run into him like years and years ago. But he's just like a sweet kind of like scholarly, if all my Buffy fans out there, he's like a young Wesley little watcher kind of a soul. And uh, he's super sweet. So he was saying hi on the spirit board and we could see some of the candles. He was like flickering them and even like blew one out uh, when we asked him to. So that was like really cool. So I'd say no, we're, we're cozy here. I like the company. I'm like, Hey, I'm doing fine in isolation because i'm not really alone it's good (laughs) yeah there you go you have a party it's like a party every night yes with with things Mm -hmm. that can't spread viruses right it's like the end of casper here every night it's great (laughs) well did you have a um (laughs) i love that the end of casper every night yes yes we're starting Doesn't everybody live like that? Like, oh, excuse me. Um, I think so. They should. If not, try it. Right? You have your ancestors and your spirit friends all the time. Sometimes they wake you up, yes, as I just stated, but wouldn't trade it for the world. It's been a long time since I saw that movie, so how does it end? Does he die? Does he turn into a goat? (laughs) Or does he turn into a (laughs) goat? Family movie. I love you, Tony, so much. There's like a passion moment in the room. It's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's he died. Yes, and there's yeah, a saw. Like a, and it's really, it's a saw, big saw, and there's a guy in a weird hat that's got claws for his hand. No, it's not that movie. It's a different movie. It's a pre <laughs> They basically, all the muggles get frightened away when they see, uh, see Casper in his like spirit form and then they're like oh man we were having a party and then all of the family like spirits come out and they're like yeah we're still partying and so (laughs) that's that's pretty much what it's like all of the corporeals are out of the house besides me and ernie but we're dancing to bella lugosi still undead and they love it we have the same taste in music so it's good I have so many stories like we just my whole family like we're deeply I don't know just it's just regular life for us so we have uh, I'm trying to think of like one story so here's a kind of cool story so we have a house ghost we call Toby oh Um, Mm -hmm. and he's lived so when we moved to what the where like where we live the little village that we live in when we moved here um, before I bought this house, we were rent- renting a house down the road. And so right from the get-go, you know, there's like a strong presence of like, say, a 12 to 14-year-old boy um, who was really curious. Of course, I have sons. So it was a really cool presence. And like I said, like in our family, like we're like a house of spirits. So it's like if you're a cool ghost or spirit of the land or whatever you are, just like as long as you're, you'll play by the house rules. 
um, like, in, you don't want to like transition. You want to just be in this space. You're welcome. So Toby kind of like would visit and, um, and we do little playful things, but then we had some ground rules with light bulbs do not get shattered. Um, yes. <laughs> but, and then, so where we live in the village, they do an annual ghost walk that's put on by all the villagers and they tell like all the stories of different ghost stories about the different houses in the village. So we oh, were fairly, cool. yeah, so we were fairly new to the village, right? And didn't know that many people. So we went on the ghost walk and, um, and they were telling this story about, I'm getting, so, so we get to this place. So there's like two little bridges here. So we're down by this bridge and the guy that we're with, she's telling the story about this boy that died on the wharf. Um, and you know, like, and I was like, Oh, that sounds like our Toby. And I was with like, you know, a group of like friends and I said, that sounds like our Toby. And they're like, yeah, right. So it does sound like Toby. Cause they had said a lot of people, you know, like we've been in the house and be like, so you have like an extra son now. And I was like, yes, I know we do. And it's cool. Um, and so <laughs> I was talking to the guide afterwards and I said, do you know that happen to know like the name of this boy? And well, you know what the name of the boy was, it was Toby. Um, and we just started oh, calling wow. him Toby because the kids, my kids who are both like super dialed in and then they're so dialed in, like, mm -hmm. this is just like regular life. Right. And, <laughs> um, so they had just started calling him Toby and that was his name. So that's just one story. I don't know. We had a really cool experience at the Mark Twain house in Hartford, Connecticut last spring. Um, Ooh. yeah, so that was really cool. So we went on this tour, <laughs> like we literally, we are the family that we can go to Costco and it ends up being like either a spiritual experience or an experience with spirits. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're just that family. Yes. So like so we're in the Mark Twain house and we're in the, one of the rooms and it's I don't know if either and if any of you you've been to the Mark Twain house no no I haven't okay. yet no y'all gotta go to the Mark Twain house anyway so we're in the Mark Twain house and I was uh we were standing in this room with this tour and all of a sudden so the three of us were in one corner and all of a sudden, like, there was just, like, that whoosh that's, like, oh, Mark Twain's daughter just walked into the room. And so we're all standing oh, wow. there, and, I, and I'm looking, and so the guy is talking, and finally he gets to Mark Twain's daughter, and I'm like, well, she's already been here. She loves it when you tell a story. She loves the attention. Um, and I'm looking <laughs> at a a Aiden, who is, like, a typical, like, he was, uh, he just turned 14 at the time, so he was really tall and thin typical teenage boy mm -hmm. and like her presence was so strong he passed out oh Mark Twain oh wow just being like you know he we hadn't eaten a lot you know what I mean it was one of those things so it was mm -hmm. all this drama and and I was watching him as I was what we were sensing this presence and I was watching Aiden like he literally became like like white as a ghost, like literally, you know what you think? And he's like this pasty Irish kid. Like he's already pretty white. Um, <laughs> and so that was really cool. I mean, so that was, yeah, it was really like this spontaneous, like her presence just descended. So, we, so yeah, I could like literally, we don't go anywhere that rarely these things don't happen fast. And plus I live in a really cool place where there's like way more dead people 
than living people. So that's yeah. if you can mm-hmm. if you can manage that, that's how you want to do it. I would think. I would think right because they don't they don't pass viruses along. Like uh, yeah, all the houses that are. <laughs> like, I see houses next to like these old graveyards, and I'm like, I would fucking love to live next to an old graveyard. I would bother mm-hmm. the shit out of them. They would be like. Oh, you're so worried about ghosts? No, I would be in that graveyard all the time, being like, "Hey, guys, what's up?" Yes, they, they yeah, would be worried absolutely. about you. That, they'd be worried about you. They'd be like, "Oh, here he comes again." Yes. Yep. <laughs> God, leave us alone. Right. Settle down. Let me rest in peace. That's right. Fucking, uh, Megan. Reference for Buffy. Um, yes, I love it. Live for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's really cool because you live in Nova Scotia? I do. I live in a mostly abandoned fishing village. A few years ago, um, we lived in a big city, and I just had this, like, that's it. Um, And we, I packed up the kids, and we moved uh, literally to this little tiny fishing village that is so cool because the... Uh, so this land is traditional Mi'kmaq, uh, you know, the First Nations or um, American mm-hmm. Indians, if you call them that, people, this was their traditional territory. So we also have some really amazing, like, ancestral um, spirits of place, you know, like oh. the the Mi'kma'ki are oh, really beautiful. strong here. And I have, a, yeah, so I really love feeling their presence. Um, and like, you know, it's like when people say they're a solitary witch, I'm like, if you're a solitary witch, you're doing it wrong. Yes. You guys aren't friends with like demons and shit. Right? <laughs> you don't have like, and oh my, this is a good story. You'll like this story, Bone. So, you know, like the thing with the servitor. So we just had a Sacred Seven class and um, in the class, one of the students was talking about her new poppet, like she made a poppet for him, but she has yeah. one named Clyde now. Clyde's her helper. Oh, okay. So why do they always oh, have wow. these names like this? They always, it's like Clyde, Leroy. Um, what's your girl's name again? Sorry, it just flew out of my head. Ava. No, fine. Ava. That's it, yeah, Ava. Cute. She's hanging around, but also, um, yeah, like, I mean, Leroy, that's totally a goblin name. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, and you know what? I have a special treat. I've got to run soon, but I have a special treat for everyone on the podcast that's listening in the chat. So because uh, I'm going to do, I'm just going to like do a shout out for keeping her keys. So I'm having a fun little thing right now to celebrate a big milestone for the Keeping Her Keys book. Um, that there is a one-month free trial for the Keeping Your Keys private network. So I will put the link for that in the chat, if that's okay, before I take off. Is that okay? Yes, please. Absolutely. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, can I continue to talk about Keeping Your Keys for a minute? Or am I you like may. I'm a monopolist. So Absolutely. Um, so keeping her keys, so this, I don't really like to, you know, like numbers, blah, 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 it's kind of vainglorious and I don't really like it, but a really cool thing happened is that keeping her keys has been the number one selling book from its publisher for a year straight. Nice. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Congratulations. 
Yeah, it's fantastic. And the book, yes, it's amazing because if you've read my book, it's a very different book about witchcraft, and it was rejected by seven publishers. Um, and well, finally, it was, their loss. it was their loss, right? So it's really, really cool. The book has been super successful and is, you know, um, outselling like, um, I don't know how to put this. So the Moon Books is part of like a big publishing conglomerate. So it's actually like consistently been either the top selling book, like, so I'm competing like with romance novels and, and Jesus books and all this other stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. And, and like, so keeping her keys, like Hecate is typically on the top of this whole very diverse pile each month too. So it's super cool. Um, yeah. And, and so I thought we should have something special to celebrate. So if you join the Keeping Her Keys Modern Online Covenant Network, um, you will have, we have a book, uh, we have a book club where I go deeper into the lessons and lots of other cool stuff. So for one month only, we are having a celebration where you can have a free month. So I'm going to thank you so much for everything you do with the Curse Podcast. I sit with my coffee in bed. I uh, listen to your episode, so I feel like I've gotten to know you over the past several months because I'm listening, and I'm always yeah. like, that, that's right. You say that. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do that. <laughs> um, so when are you moving to Appalachia? Because I know one day. One right. day. It's coming. So I will say this, that the plan is for the – so each year I do like a Keeping Her Keys retreat where we do like initiation and everything for people who are taking courses. And so I will say mm -hmm. that it, it'll be the last week of March and it'll be in the Asheville area. Um, so I will be, so, so I was supposed to be there like two weeks from now, right? I was supposed to be um, in Asheville and Charlotte and Virginia. Forget the name of the city in Virginia I was supposed to go to. Anyway, none of that's happening. Um, so I will be, we're going to do the keeping our keys retreat in 2021 at the last week of March. I'll be, so I'm coming your way, but not till then. Well, that's fantastic. Well, we'll mean, have to see if we can meet up. Yes. Right. Yeah, sure. Well, it was nice to have you. You have another book coming out the end of this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I do. I'm super excited. It's coming out of course for November the 1st for Hefty Pays Month. Um, and it is called um, Entering Hecate's Garden, The Magic, Medicine, and Mystery of Plant, Spirit, Witchcraft. It is a book that um, is based around reclaiming the mythology around Hecate, Cerse, and, of course, beloved Medea. Um, and retells their story through very practical and very uh, mythic, poetic um, rituals and practical monographs. So it's a whole, it's a big book. It's almost 90,000 words. So it's a big, big book. Um, and so lots of Cersei, Medea, and yeah, I'm really super excited about this book. And that will be out November the 1st. You can pre-order it on Amazon now, I believe. Well, we're excited. Um, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm super excited. Uh, not on the show can verify that I squealed when I saw you post a link and talk about it for the first time. I was so 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 excited. It's yeah, so well, in definitely. line with all of the things I've been pulled towards. So we'll have to get you I on wait. For a show surrounding it um, and book you early. Yeah, go ahead. And 
<laughs> or spontaneously at the last minute also work sometimes. All right, so I'm going to pop that link in the chat, and I'm going to wish everyone great um, banishing of any harm and protection and nourishing energy of our mother Hecate. And may you be well-blessed and rise strong um, as we all walk through this period of intense change in our society. Um, you know, the holy darkness is upon us. So let's uh, stick close to each other, take good care of each other, and uh, stay safe and hail Hecate. So thanks so much for letting me come on. Thank you. We love you, Sydney. Thank you yes. so much. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. We okay. so bye appreciate bye, you being here. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, she is lovely. And I am so excited. Isn't she? Oh, that book, uh, a thick book, three C's. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you guys definitely need to have her on because I'm already looking forward to listening to her. Yes. So we definitely need mm -hmm. to get, uh, let's see, Rachel. Are you out there, Rachel? Do you want to call? There she is. Are you with us? Let me click her. <laughs> Long time listener, first time caller. I call feel her. a little bit like, I feel hey, a little bit like all of our hands are on the plan chat. You know, we're like, Rachel, are you with us? <laughs> yes, I'm here. I love it. <laughs> so hi. Hello. Oh my god. Hello, how are you? I'm so I'm glad so you could take a break from Animal Crossing to meet to meet up with us. I <laughs> <laughs> Literally, my my quarantine life has been Animal Crossing and Pickety Witch, <laughs> which is got... basically my life in general. <laughs> so, did you bring? Kate? I mean, that's fair. Kate guessing guesting on this too. Oh well, she's right here with me on my wall. Good. So, I, yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna be calling out to spirits across the void. We'll uh, get Kate in here too. Yeah, no, she can stay up on the wall. Um, she's not There's at least down. a couple demons in here. At the <laughs> oh yeah. No, it was so funny. Speaking of Animal Crossing, my sister sent me a screen cap, and it was like someone's name had been Satan, and the like villager was like, "Oh hi Satan, like why do you smell so sweet?" And I was like, "You know that's funny. Like, Satan <laughs> would smell sweet. He'd smell like what did I say? I was like, he smelled like molasses." And like a wood burning fire and like yes and it was like yes my life i'm talking about satan and animal crossing at the same time i mean, I, mean I feel yeah. like i need to make that into a candle like that's, immediately that's like, that yes. sounds incredible yeah i want to learn how to make candles just to make that candle like real quick oh. uh cindy posted her free trial link so don't let that get lost in there everybody oh yeah save it saved save it okay all right sorry rachel um let's see what else is happening um lots of things are happening um uh let's see well daughters of darkness happened i'm not sure how many yeah we tried to happen. like whose mic is that who's running in blankets is that i my don't mic? think it's mine yeah it's not mine Mine's I'm still sorry. just chilling. Maybe it's a maybe it's Kate. <laughs> yes. <I'm sorry. laughs> oh, yeah. I bet it is. I bet it's Kate. Well, we'll work around her. We love you, Kate. Um, it's uh, not Bones. Yes. Nick. Um, not this time. No. So, um, 
Bones, when you're editing later, you may have to go back and like change the levels a little bit on uh, Rachel's call and see if we can hear Kate at all. Oh, well, I was just going to post it. I'm not sure I can edit it. I'll look into it. Because um, I know we'll they see. said you can post it. I'm not sure if you can download it. But either way, uh, we'll, we're glad to have both of you guys on here. <laughs> we are here. Yeah. So we did try to promote the um, Daughters of Darkness. Uh, Brett, who's in here somewhere uh, currently, um, you two and like uh, a lot of others had a lot of cool stuff. So we tried to promote you on our stories and um, Discord and stuff. So we hope you guys did well. Yeah, it was it was cool that they went virtual. I was I literally cried <laughs> when it was canceled. Oh, because um, it's like it was gonna be such a gathering of like amazing people. But I mean, it'll happen next year. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, no, it still felt like a great community and. You know, I just, I love this community. So it was amazing. <laughs> well, that's really mm -hmm. exciting. Um, yeah. You used to be closer to us and then you moved to like where the baby goats are. Yeah, I moved, yeah, closer to the, the yeah, out in the woods with the goats. So. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Why not? That's fair though. I mean, I if I had the chance to move out there, I would too. So I get Can't it. Blame you. I get it. Yeah. Well, and I've been volunteering with, um, ton of babies uh, this month. So, well, not anymore because of the quarantine, which is awful. Um, but before the mm. quarantine, I was, you know, bottle feeding little babies and they were wonderful. Oh, oh, I love all the baby goats, all the kids. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I wanted to bring up that's paranormal that before I forget, <laughs> and maybe I can ask you guys about it. Um, during this quarantine, like especially, like I'm in the house all the time, but recently I, I've noticed that like I'm seeing things out of the corners of my eyes a lot. Mm. I'm not gonna lie, yesterday yes. I was a bunch of shit. Like, mm. like it's hit the point where like yeah. at first I was like, oh, it's my eyelash, oh, it's hair, or, or it's like a light, but it's like now it's the point where I'm like, I'm actually noticing it and I'm like, this this is happening this is weird like what am i seeing here so that's what's happening <laughs> to me during the absolutely yep i don't yeah, know yeah it's it's yeah yeah it's totally happening yeah. to me too it's um especially the past few days when it's been really stormy and really windy it's like i'll just see like full shadow figure like just walk across like the road and it's just like oh hi there mm -hmm. it's it's it, they're really 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 active right now it's yeah. kind of crazy it's because we're oh, not yeah. out, like fucking around and so they're like oh we totally gonna hang outside now but yeah, yeah i've seen i've seen um quite a bit and i usually get this happening around fall especially before like uh so it's weird that I'm like, maybe it's just me. I'm just fucking crazy, right? And like, you know, it's nope. just... But apparently, <laughs> nope. I guess it's... Okay, well, it's more yeah, people. It's funny that, like, you guys are seeing it because I told my cousin and she's like, oh, I've been seeing them too a lot. And, uh, you know, my cousin and my sister were like, you know, the three of us all do magic together. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, so she was seeing them and, I don't know, I wanted to bring it up like it was a thing and it is a thing <laughs> it most definitely is everyone i've talked to that's kind of tapped in like 
especially which is like and this all really started um at least for me intensely like the end of january mm-hmm. everything just got mm-hmm. dialed way up and now i feel like that crescendo mm-hmm. is really like starting to hit that high pitch and the veil mm-hmm. is even more present because there's just been across the board uh yeah like you're describing people seeing things with their own eyes um i know my dream work has been crazy i felt like it's been Us great too, but... to the point where yeah yeah like even to the <laughs> point where uh bones and i were like you know what we need to do an episode on dream work it's just it, our schedule is opened up and it just keeps happening so we ended up doing that episode because we uh, i know i was having dreams over and over again and i'm constantly messaging him and i'm like so i had another dream and <laughs> it was just there for a few weeks it was constant and now i'm seeing that's how it sort of started for me and now mm-hmm. it's becoming more of a like um manifestation of the paranormal in like a physical sense where i'm seeing like apparitions and bodies and you know i'm hearing things and and smelling things and stuff like that that is if i wasn't a witch it would be unexplainable you know right i've been smelling things too like smelling yes it's like i've been smelling people that aren't me like it's not like (laughs) flowers it's it's like someone's perfume yeah, I can that's smell awesome. people that aren't me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I've been having dreams about my grandfather who passed away a couple of years ago a lot, like every night, which is oh wow, so interesting. And Aww. my aunt who passed away when I was like six or seven, she showed up along with him. Oh, something, and that's like I haven't dreamt about her. In a very long time so having them together in the dream felt like you know something you know is shifting you know, yeah is the veil mm-hmm. thin when there's like a pandemic going on yeah so what kind of- it makes sense because we're sort of creating um a liminal situation for all of us because all of us yeah, are sort of up are. in the air and operating under extraordinary circumstances. So uh, I don't see why that wouldn't it'd stir the paranormal and, and stuff like that too. Oh, most definitely. And because, the earth itself right yeah. now is going mm-hmm. through so much. Like that hasn't been happening mm-hmm. for like thousands upon thousands of years. Like there's, I think it was just a few days ago, a volcano, a volcano erupted that hasn't in forever. There's stuff going on in Iceland right now that they're like, what? Okay, we're just uh, gonna, we're just gonna chill with this. All right. Um, so yeah, it's mm-hmm. a mix of everything. All of us humans, as well as the earth itself, those elementals, all of those spirits and it's like the perfect recipe and combination. So not surprising at all that your ancestors have a little bit more, sometimes I'll say like that juice or that energy to like make themselves known even more uh, across the veil or through dream work because there's mm-hmm. this added element uh, to it. Or they want to tell you something. I would, I'm sure you're like writing everything down in your book of shadows to like cross-reference with your dream work too, especially if it's them, guys. Well, what's so weird is um, 
Brett sent me her story to read uh, for everybody. Um, and it involves like a dream. So um, I can read that too when we get a sec. Oh, yes. So, yes, absolutely. Uh, she says, One night I had one of those dreams that just had that feeling of being more real than real. It was what I consider a true meeting with the ultimate of entity. I was in the presence of what I'm only able to describe as the God mass. It was everything. And I literally mean everything. All that there is condensed together for that one meetup. It was hypnotic, swirling, amalgamation of everything. Every being and beast and deity, every smell and sound, feeling, hope, longing, soft, softly twirling and looping gracefully together like water, under and over, in and out, forming one distinct but undefinable entity, very flux and organic. And yet, the dominant sensation I felt it radiated was ultimately love with moments of curiosity, humor, intrigue. It was simply beautiful. Yes. It was hard to focus on the face oh, because they'd constantly be changing, but the one face that I remember the most was actually quite seal or dog-like. I know, weird. Mm. But it had large, glassy, very kind and knowing eyes. I felt that it truly cared about me in that one intimate moment we shared in the dreamscape. It cared enough about me to walk about my side in an art gallery type setting. It was a stark white space. Mm. Oh my God, cricket. That's where your room was. <laughs> yes, it was. It was a stark white space with my, skylight. My glowing golden rune. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm sorry. Allowing, <laughs> allowing bright sunbeams to leak in upon the strangely bare walls. I'm not sure why the walls were blank, to be honest, but it, I didn't care because in the dream, I felt only ease and love thanks to the overwhelming presence of the god mass. But in a way, it was like an invitation to fill the walls with whatever I'm able to create within my lifetime. I don't know what it all meant, but it left a lasting impression on me that I'm grateful to have experienced. I got the feeling that being with that amalgamation of energy was a real privilege. And that's it. Weird deities popping up in my dream world. <laughs> Oh, love wow. It. I love it. I, I love that because there are so many similarities to the dream, um, that to dreams that I've had too, like the stark white space where that glowing golden rune appeared. Um, mm -hmm. There's also the dream that I think I mentioned that I had most recently of Hecate, um, thanks to a wonderful, wonderful um, ritual that uh, Cindy Brannon has put on her podcast as well, if you want to go check that out. Um, there's a guided meditation there for meeting Hecate that is fantastic. And I saw Hecate as a very shapeshifter like being who took multiple like animal like forms, you know? So that's absolutely beautiful. And, and while you were reading it, it's like I had tears in my eyes and my whole body is covered Aww. in goosebumps. It's just, it's beautiful. Well, thank mm -hmm. you, Brett. I'm sure um, like, I, I know we've talked about all the synchronicities and stuff with like the horned one and everything. And, you know, I'm sure it's somehow connected to all these other things, whether you're seeing stuff or having trouble sleeping because people are saying that in the chat. And I know I have. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. people are having vivid dreams. It's just, I think Cricket brings up a good point. We've created and we're in such a liminal time and space that it's just kind of like, you know, it's, I don't know. It's it's on a bigger scale, I guess, than we're used to. Um, so yeah, it's just uh, it's exciting. It's weird. I know it's kind of like scary and it's odd to like when you do have to go out because I do. I'm essential. 
<laughs> and <laughs> you see stuff like so quiet and it just feels liminal. It also feels like The Walking Dead it at does. times, but you know what? <laughs> um. <laughs> or a yeah. little bit like The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, it's it's very strange, but I think that that sort of liminal space that's been, you know, created that we're living in, I mean, just like anything else with our magic, with our experience with the paranormal, you know, they that feeds off of our own energy. And because that's what we're experiencing right now, that's what they're going to give back to us. So, you know, because I no. kind of see the paranormal as sort of a mirror you know right. what I mean? To a lot of the things that are going on with me, because a lot of times, you know, I feel things very strongly. And I think that I tend to attract energies that are going to be on the same sort of like wavelength vibration that I'm on. So, yeah. you know, yeah. even uh, when I talked about uh, Rebecca, who is at St. Albans, you know, there are parts of her story that mimic my own. So I mm. think the fact that you know, um, I had sort of been there and she can feel that and she can feel that vibration of something that had happened to me again very recently. You know, it's I think she picked up on that. And, and I think that's why she connected with me, because she says, you understand, me." you know, so yeah. now, I, I, I get it. Real quick, Cricket, uh, somebody in the chat asked uh, what rune it was. Do we rem do you remember? The golden yes. rune. So the one, the golden rune that appeared in the very like minimalist room, um, was Yira. So it was, you know, the symbol for like crop and harvest and like the turning of the wheel, which I thought mm -hmm. was very interesting that that was being presented to me as like a golden year, especially mm -hmm. since, you know, since I've had that dream, it's been, you know, 2019, 2020. So, <laughs> but yeah. I, also, you know, it's been a really productive growth time for me, too, because I had that dream shortly after uh, Bones and I started recording episodes of the podcast, too. So, you know, it's it's kind of it, it, I think I understand it now on the back end of things more than I did then. And, and that's how dreams are sometimes, which is why I recommend yes. if you can remember them jot them down, journal them, make a, a voice memo, you know, whatever you need to do. Yes, please do. Um, and yeah, like there's been three different ones in my lifetime dealing with like deity. And it's so weird to describe. I almost like, I love Anne Rice terms. Um, I felt more alive there. Like I saw with my vampire eyes for the first time, like, you know when you're having one of those connections or uh, interactions with these beings. But I think uh, to sum up like what we're feeling now is there is a sense of responsibility is what I've been getting uh, from these spirits and energies for those of us that can listen and understand and that's why cricket you're making these connections even more so um because we're getting we're getting shooken like uh they're like hey <laughs> if there was any time to listen it's now guys it's right we, now yeah right now talk amongst yourselves that's why you guys doing this podcast is so important and valid and who knows what ripples 
you're creating and those exactly like you're saying what you're sending out is going to be amplified and brought back to you and it's just beautiful and i appreciate you guys so much like Thank you've you. done so much for me already just um, bring in the happy i'm saying you guys haven't watched <laughs> you haven't watched ghost finders you should um they really especially with megan's work she really puts out like the like such a good representation of what the witch is in, in paranormal investigation and work that you're not used to seeing on all these other shows that we talked about, kind of, you know? Absolutely. She represents the way to connect to the paranormal with witchcraft in such a way that's not being done on television. And I think it's, Megan, what you're doing is revolutionary and it's brilliant and it's, it, it makes me have those wonderful chill bump, goosebump, uh, happy cry, tear, like epiphanies that I absolutely seek out from that kind of television that it helps me grow as a witch and helps me grow as, you know, a, a psychic, as a medium, you know, like it's, it's beautiful work. And I, I cannot tell you how important it is. Oh, I don't gosh. know if anybody heard, like there was a little kid's laugh. I don't know if that was, we got Megan, Hickey Witch, and Keely. I heard that. I don't know what. I heard that too. I heard it, it was, too. <laughs> yeah. It was probably Emily. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie because she's, I met her um, on uh, Adventure with the Ghost Finders. So, yeah. And it was like a female spirit. Yeah. So, oh, thank Healy you guys. Also, welcome, I, Keely. Yes. Oh, hello. <laughs> yes. Thank hi, Keely. Hi, witches. What's happening? You weren't making any little weird creepy <laughs>, laughs, were you? Wait, say that again. Was that and you joining us? Little kid laughs. You might have you might have heard my cat um, Pele having a time with my other cat Koo. Cute. She, like she mm. got a little she got a little pissy because brother was kind of up her ass, so she wasn't she wasn't a fan. Do they laugh like children? Mm. <laughs> Could be debunked. Still valid. Cats and I'm gonna, children. Yeah. Yes. When we hear uh, this, we <laughs> like, was that a cat or was it a child? It sounded like a kid. That, I don't, that it did. It like very much did. Me. Uh, it was Emily, which, I mean, that's cool. We're, we're open to the, um, the undead as well. So. And any well, ghosts and spirits? I'll let her know she's welcome to interact again, Emily. And... Real quick, I just want to tell you guys, too, like, we all are in this together. Cricket, your kind words are so beautiful, but I look at you both the same. And just all of the fellow people on here, that's what we do. We are all, like, part of the same group. We should all learn from each other, give each other that respect. Like, how we always say, too, we're the village. Like, hello, fellow brethren. Mm -hmm. And you look so beautiful, the both of you, just from your pictures. Ah, can I astral project and just like see you both, like <laughs> Rachel and Keely? Yeah, they're. Um... Oh, I know. Keely? Hello, Hi. Josh? Oh, hello. <laughs> How are you and your beautiful cats? Um, doing great, as great as one can do in situations like this. Thank you for asking. Um, That's totally little, fair, yeah. You know, um, mm -hmm. it's all a little 
things are a little bit more normal in our house because um, the two of us that live here are both essential, quote, essential workers. So I'm still working at the hospital. And so, you know, I get to be out and about a little bit. The only downside of that is the only time I get to be out and about is to work, <laughs> which right. <laughs> is not the most fun thing to do, but at least I like my job. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's kind of what life looks like right now. Just lots of, lots of working and hanging out at the house and um, lots of deep diving into ritual and um, making stupid Marco Polo videos with my friends. Yes. <laughs> Is anybody else on the Marco Polo train? Okay. Oh, first yeah. off, he's like, are you on Marco Polo? And I'm like, no. But are you on TikTok? No. Um, yeah, I have not done the Marco Polo thing, which to me, it just sounds like Snapchat. I know it's different, but... I mean, I think that it is. I just, I think that I might, and I don't like saying I'm old, but because I don't feel like I am, but I feel like I might be aged out of like Snapchat or TikTok. I just don't like, <laughs> I don't know how it works. So I'm just like, this thing is easy. I'm just going to Marco Polo with these weirdos. Yeah, Marco Polo is kind of old. <laughs> yes. I've never even oh, heard yeah. of it, so I don't know. Right? <laughs> I have it's no so idea great. what that is. It. Yeah. It's like a video message, yeah. but it doesn't eat up your phone. I love it because I have friends in so many different time zones. And so you can just watch a video message back and forth. Um, and yeah, I'm right there with you. Snapchat, I am a double-clicking grandma. I will accidentally like <laughs> double-click and never see what somebody sent me. So I did it for a week, and I was like, all right, I'm done with this. <laughs> Same, okay. Megan. Totally same. Like, I can't. I've tried to do Snapchat. I, I lasted for a couple of weeks, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm kind of done with this." Uh, it didn't. It didn't really jive with me. Yeah. Oh, Jessica's like, you can change the settings. I'm sure, but doing a video of me <laughs> talking to myself, trying to do that, like, I still, I make jokes all the time. I wish for Star Trek, like, level of stuff. I'll be like, computer. Do the thing. You're not listening. Oh, so sad. Right. <laughs> well, did you have a, a story for us or a song? I'm not gonna make you sing. Are, are you talking to Are you talking to Keely? A story or a song? Um, I don't have a song. Um, but let's see. I was just talking to a friend yesterday. Um somebody who I will put out to the community that everybody I think should know about. He's a, um, he's a sorcerer, psychic medium out of Australia, and he um, is the mage at Warden Weave. I'll, I'll put a link in once we're um, done talking. And um, I asked him for a reading yesterday um, on something completely unrelated to um, what ended up coming through. And he was talking about, um, he was like, I don't know if you want to know this, um, but there is a very strong ancestor who is standing at your gate and what she feels like very patiently waiting, but what we would not think of as patient. And she is waiting for you to open that gate. So yesterday um, I spent some time heading to my little pioneer cemetery that's just right down the street from where I live. Um, that I go to a lot, mm-hmm. um, getting some um, cemetery dirt and spending time there, and then yes. sp- 
spending the rest of the evening um, in ritual uh, with, with attempts to open the gate for her and to invite her into my life. And um, I, I don't know if anybody's um, familiar with the, um, with the Baneful Herb chocolate truffles over at Emporium Black. No. No. No, I'm not familiar with that. Okay, so another good tasty thing to know about. They, there's, um, there's a chocolatier who works with um, the baneful plants. And so last night I, um, I popped a Datura um, truffle and mm. did some journey work. Yeah. And they're good too. They're not just like crappy chocolate that has a little Datura in it. It's actually very good. Okay, um, so Rachel, send us cookies. Mm, yeah. send us yeah. cookies uh, I'm sending cookies to you all. I'm going to make, uh, when, <laughs> when my belladonna blooms and then has berries, I'm going to make a pie for everybody. Oh, yes. <laughs> Nobody's mad at any of those things. Yeah. Um, no, not yeah, at all. The no, pie. Everybody likes it. You won't be able to enjoy the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and what was fa what was so fabulous about it was that I got to spend a really good deal of time meeting this ancestor um, who really kind of kicked my ass um, in a great way, mm. um, you know, who took mm -hmm. me into the darkness where we all are right now and um, clanged me up again, you know, a bit and suspended me upside down and sigilized my body and all of those things. Um, and mm. so I'm just really excited to spend more time with her. But I'm also, you know, um, I really want um, everybody, as we're thinking about this time, um, to think about orienting ourselves. Um, not only are we, you know, in this time together, but this is an opportunity, right? When we're in that shadow time, when we're in that deep dark, that's where the seeds are planted. That's where the change takes place. That's where we are transmuted and we, uh, we evolve to the next, what we're supposed to be, right? Yeah. So this is, it's a yes. scary time, but it's so fertile. Mm -hmm. right? Yes. It's so fertile. And if you need to rest, that's fine. That's still transmutation, but mm -hmm. we don't have yes. to feel mm -hmm. guilty about, we don't have to feel guilty about doing something beautiful or doing something lazy or do whatever it's like but just knowing that this is a time of transformation for the planet and for ourselves as a as a as a, an entire entity and as our own individual entities so um that's something that's been coming through for me so strongly and i just wanted to share that with folks if it hasn't already been shared well we appreciate it because um and that's what we wanted to do and we want to have like people come on and share their stories. And I think actually the live stream is like a good way to do that. Um, mm -hmm. It seems to be anyway. Um, and I know Rachel said she had a tarot story that was similar to Cricket's rune story. Ooh. Oh, I do. Ooh. Is it my mic? <laughs> is my I, mic okay? Might be a little bit, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're you're sorry. good. Sorry about my mic, everybody. Um, yeah, no, it's similar to the Harvest Rune, um, which when you said that, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> when, so I've been in a, an interesting situation through 
this whole thing where like I had a job, a full time job, and now I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna get like real here. Um, so basically, like I was put on furlough like a couple weeks ago, and I had I was in marketing and it was like super stressful and I had anxiety all the time, um, and on, like on top of the pickety witch and all that, and my mm-hmm. tarot since January has been telling me that like something's coming like I kept getting the Mm -hmm. wheel of fortune like and it was Mm. like something's turning something's coming and then it kept turning toward like um the suit of pentacles so like the six of pentacles or you know so it was like something's gonna happen and it basically said I remember I wrote this down it said um the need to change overcomes the fear involved. Oh. And yes. that was the mm-hmm. message of this reading that I remember. And fast forward through this whole thing, that, that phrase keeps coming back to me. And so I'm out of the blue, I'm put on furlough. Like my boss calls me in the morning. It's like, hey, you know, you have to file for unemployment. I was like, okay, uh, right. And so... A week passes, and this whole concept of, you know, like Keely was saying, it's this fertile time of, it's just so, like, transformative. And it's the time Mm -hmm. where we have to, we have this great opportunity to address what was normal and, like, create a new normal. Like, get rid of all the bullshit (laughs) and come (laughs) out of this, like... The way, like, the way we want, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. so anyway, so I quit my job, <laughs> and uh, I, I decided to do the Pickety Witch full time, um, which is, which Yay! has been my dream forever. So it's actually, and it's so funny because when that happened, like, it was like a whole like rock lifted off of my being, and it Aww. and it was like, and I kept thinking of that tarot spread, and it was like the need to change overcame the fear involved because this pandemic and getting put on furlough literally gave me the opportunity to be like, you know what? I'm not going to come back. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to follow this dream. So it was like, it was absolutely insane. I'm like, it's still. Yeah. That's fucking scary. But like (laughs) sometimes, you know, but, um, feel free to put your link in there. If you guys don't know about the picket wedge and, haven't been listening to it no um or following <laughs> he has some really great stuff um so go check her out uh she has an etsy shop and her instagram is the picky thanks Red. brett yes and brett is awesome as well uh, i'm so excited yes yes you sent us like the care package and we do need to get that um giveaway together for our six thousand six hundred and sixty six downloads we're almost at like twelve thousand now but you know we're slow but um uh rachel actually donated a pin for that giveaway which is really cool it's the baby witch or the baby goat I did. Yeah. and it's uh yeah so when we do that giveaway rachel was so sweet to offer one of her like i don't know like her famous pins like i mean i love it i've got it I've been rocking it. Uh, I love it too. I have a, I definitely have one uh, on my bag. I have a bag with all of my different pins and stuff on it. And I definitely have a baby goat. I love 
that pin. I get asked about it all the time. I will say right now that Brett Manning has this cute as fuck little bunny witch on a broom pin. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was my first Brett pin. Tamara got one. It's It's so, so, so good. So get that one too. Buy all the pins. I love that. (laughs) I actually saw the baby goat on a broom like way before. It's crazy how small the like circles are in the world. Because I, I saw you on Etsy before I knew any of us knew you. Oh. Like, yeah. And, she, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. and then That's through really cool. Cricket and Bones and Shayla and stuff, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's her. <Yeah>. Adorable. <laughs> Love your work. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, we're yeah, so happy so. that you um, decided to quit your job. Um, but uh, <laughs> yes, we love you and we support you and, um, we try like when we before we started this podcast, we were thinking we want to do it to spotlight um, our friends and like people that are local. We didn't expect it to become widespread like this, like a virus. But no, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're still humble. We know where we came from. But no, we didn't realize Rachel was so local, and it's like, oh my god. We just yeah, we to- lived like half an hour away from each other. It was so cool. Oh, so awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so anyway, uh, check out her site, check out Brett's site, check out the Ghost Finders. Uh, Keely is one fourth when she's Kosha. Uh, if you checked out that episode, that song at the end, um, that is amazing and we tell everybody about and rave about. Um, it's such a wonderful, like, ritual piece. And um, is there anything you could tell us, Keely, about like more stuff coming out lately? Oh, yeah. So, uh, like everything else, we're on a bit of a pause right now with um, what's going on in the world. Um, But we do have Mm -hmm. a studio date booked to record the rest of the album um, right around summer solstice. Um, And so, yes. And so, I mean, we're not sure if we're actually going to be able to do that or not. Just, um, you know, if the lockdown is still in progress um but we're we're really hoping 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 crossing fingers and just you know um the world the world just needs all of the art and all of the opportunity to ritual meaningfully Mm -hmm. and for us making ritual through music is something that's um just it's everything and so um the opportunity to share that with people to me feels really salient and it's coming through, um, you know, straight from Hecate and um, straight through the spirits of the land. And so we're just really, 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 really hoping. Um, We also have um, published, um, Jessica and I, who's the other song priestess of She Scotia, have published an article in um, a ritual, um, a music for ritual book, published by Anne Sophia out of the Netherlands. Um, and so there's a bunch of articles in there by other ritual musicians and they're all from all different walks, all different orientations. Um, and that book is coming out, I believe on the 15th of this month. And so um, they're also releasing um, a CD of many of the musicians, um, kind of a, a mix of all of the different musicians that are on there. 
Um, so if you get a book, then you also get a CD and you get to hear um, the musician's music. And um, so that's really exciting and fun and something kind of out of the box that we didn't really expect to be doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of how Hecate works anyway. Um, it's like, oh, we've all yeah, figured definitely. out from, from our work with her. We're just like, oh, this is uh, okay. This is an interesting path. Yep. Thank you for shining your light down that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of, and you know, I've been working on um, some more pieces uh, after this this album that we're putting out. Um, I'm already, my brain is already going, and I'm already receiving some information and some inspiration for some further works. Um, so we can just keep Ooh. this going. Yeah. I know. That's exciting. I'm super excited. I've loved everything that I've heard so far, and I constantly use your music in ritual as well, or even when I'm doing, you know, um, the tarot, uh, the monthly tarot for the Patreon and stuff like that too. It's, it's so perfect. It's it's wonderful for helping me get into the right headspace and really connect. And I I, I cannot say enough good, nice things about it. Still. It's absolutely wonderful what you've done. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, we really, really appreciate that. It's very, um, like I said, it just, it speaks to us. And we've heard a lot of people say it speaks to them. Um, don't even have to be Hecatean for it. But um, it's just, it's a really beautiful work. And we can't praise it enough. That's sweet, guys. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that I sent um, a copy to you, um, Cricket and Bones, um, of the scratch track that we made for the call to Hikate. Um, yes. And I would like to make that, you know, available to people who are listening. And I want to, you know, I want to put a disclaimer out there that this is literally, you know, it's literally a phone recording of us live practicing the piece. Um, and it's not even like, we weren't trying not to talk to each other or, you know, we were working things out musically um, and it's not mastered mm -hmm. in any way. It's just, but we want the opportunity for people to be able to engage musically. You know, music is our inherent, it's our birthright. And so um, mm -hmm. in our own small way, we just want to be offering something to people to be able to, um, approach Hakate or your spirits or whoever in in a way that's different um or it, it might not be different to you you know if you use um music and ritual it might just deepen your practice that much more who knows but if anybody's interested um just drop drop your name um and let me know and i'll send you a link and you guys heard it it's like not you know there's nothing yeah, but I mean... about it at all <laughs> You know, people like that. Shit. They like B-sides. They like, um, like the uh, unplugged shit. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. We're just on par with Nirvana here. Just. So if you, want, <laughs> yeah, if you want to link your site, you guys can follow her on Instagram and Facebook um, with She Scotia. And if you want to post any links, they're not clickable in this chat, but you can copy and paste. You go old, you know. I'll throw it in there. Now, um. We love you guys, but if any of you want to hop off the live chat, I know we got some other stories um, from some people, and it only lets us take like three at a time. So, oh, great. Um, but we really appreciate it and love you guys. 
for sharing and coming on. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah. And we'll totally have to do more of these too because we were like worried there was only going to be like two people in here and it was just going to be me and Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are Which amazing. That's a regular so... podcast anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'll be the first to jump off since I was the first on. And I will say again how much I love each and every one of you. Uh, especially the new people I've met and spoken with today. Like, see, you guys just do so much good bringing people together. This gathering and the importance of listening needs to happen for all of us for sure. So um, I hope you guys have a good night. I'm going to keep on listening. And then Ernie and I are about to pasta. It is pasta night here. Yes. Yes, he made meatballs I'm very jealous. and spaghetti. I'm so excited. Oh. Yes. <laughs> He's the best cook ever. Like, I love Ernie so much. He's just wonderful. Yeah, I, I don't know how I got so lucky, but I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, thank you to the others and the powers that be and everything <laughs> for this man and all of this food. So I will say adieu. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thank you so much again. So glad you showed up. Bye. Yes, thank you so much. Yes, Patrick. (laughs) All right, let's see if Grandma can hang up. Uh, Do I click? Uh, Hang on. (laughs) Oh, wait, there it is. I clicked this thing. All right, see, I wasn't being facetious or kidding. I found it. I love you guys. Good night. (laughs) Good night. I'll also peace Bye. out off of the voice thingy, um, but I'll stay, I'll hang around. Yes, please <laughs> hang around and Kate. I will. Um, I had one like funny joke though. Please. I don't, it's not really a joke, but I was talking to my dad today. Shout out to my dad again because I literally always do a dad shout out. Um, and <laughs> for Easter, like we don't we don't celebrate Easter, but as we don't joke, either. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, but he's making zombies for drinks for Easter because of Jesus. <laughs> yes. He sent me the recipe to make my own zombie. So tomorrow I will be making a zombie. Oh. <laughs> and I just think that is so funny. So Every time you talk about your dad, I'm like, I need to meet him and like have a drink with him. He sounds like the coolest. He literally is. So, anyway, so I will uh, leave you on that, and I will be in the chat down below. I love you guys. Cookies for us. We love you, too. Yeah, I ate all the cookies already. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) They're all gone. As good as the pumpkin one was, uh, pumpkins one, pumpkin, I can't talk. This is, this is, I've had some alcohol now. Um. Yeah, as good as the pumpkin cookies were, I can only imagine, like, how good your other cookies are, too, because, oh, my God, I still think about them all the time. <laughs> well, once this is over, we'll have to meet up and I'll bring cookies. <gasps> yes. Okay. I love that idea. <laughs> all right. <I'm laughs> hanging up. Bye. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Before I pop off and um, let other people take up space... Can I share something mm-hmm. funny with you guys? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So I work as a music therapist in a senior psych unit. I'm not sure 
if you knew that. And guess who gets to facilitate all of the Easter fanfare tomorrow morning? The witch. It'd be oh, me. fun. <laughs> Isn't that oh, the best? fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're on lockdown, we can't have any any folks who aren't essential employees on the unit because it's a locked unit and it's a senior unit. And so the chaplain oh. who would usually come in on Sundays and facilitate an Easter service um, cannot come on our unit. And so... It's just me. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be infusing Easter um, service with information about how things were lifted by the pagans, just to hold it down. Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. I love it. Hello. <laughs> the real meaning of Easter. Oh, and hello. Got... Yeah, right. Hello. We've Can got... anyone hear me? Yes, yeah. we've got Clayton on. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. So Clayton is um, my brother, my younger brother. Um, he went on our first investigation as a little cursed group uh, to the mm-hmm. plantation. Oh my God, that was amazing. He was like the best cameraman. Yes. He took so many pictures. <laughs> he was. He put so much thought. Oh my and God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he reminded me of like the worst thing ever. And it. <laughs> A memory card in the camera so we didn't find that out till like three hours later when we're standing around it's like hey Clayton let me look at those pictures I'm like uh it says there's no SD card so he's our camera yeah. <laughs> they gave me the camera I'm sorry just to make my me feel ADHD good. got the best of me <laughs> no memory card no pictures were saved <laughs> uh, it's, it's feel, quite all right I still feel I had bad a great to time. this day <laughs> don't don't even because i forgot about it up until like right now yeah you're welcome <laughs> but i mean oh my god thanks bones <laughs> <laughs> um we're sure you captured like it. probably more ghosts than anybody we just didn't have a card in it so oh man i i remember there was that one uh there was that one little shadow guy that i saw run across a garden and um Oh my God, mm. it, it, he was like almost as tall as me and that, definitely like, not an animal. We, we like immediately went over there and we're shining our flashlights, just nothing. It was, it, that was yeah. really creepy, but, and yeah, then I, I think we saw yeah. something in the window too, right? I think we did. And I know that, uh, I really hate that, you know, the big experience that I had with uh, Martha was uh i think you were Mm. taking pictures there too because i'm like please take pictures take video see if we get anything and all of that is is not existent and i'm just so sad about that (laughs) because i'm like i want to see if it'll show up on film because i'm eternally like the pagan scientist because i'm like okay can we find data and can we find this and that and the other you know what i mean so it's uh, i'm so 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 sad so we'll have to go back again. Oh yeah, we'll definitely make up for it, even if it's not there. I I need to go on another investigation with you guys. That was so fun. Yeah, me we'll... too. I've been really yeah. wanting to go on an investigation too, and maybe we can uh, grab Megan Deputy too. I think she'd yeah. be down. Oh, wow. I mean, when we can go to, we can sneak to places. Because um, the last like semi investigation that we did was when we went with Tamara to, um, what's her name's bridge. Oh, that bridge, yeah. Oh, Helen's Bridge. Um, 
Helen's Bridge, yeah. And we also went to the and then the the cemetery at Broughton, yeah. Yeah, but we didn't actually investigate, investigate. So we'll definitely have to do that. Yes. Oh, for sure. Um, so yes, I, I do have a little bit of a story to tell. Um, so just uh, a, a, just a quick background. Um, I just moved in with a couple friends into uh, this new apartment in um, South Carolina, and one of my friends that I moved in with uh, knows a guy who had an old collection of Dragon Ball Z figures. And this is some of the really, really old stuff. Like, I have no idea. Uh, I think it's, was it Bandai? No, it's uh, Irwin and Jack Specific. Oh, okay. Irwin and Jack Specific figures. And um, none of them had boxes. All of them had been played with children before in the past. And uh, so some of them were beat up. But there was one figure that he got from uh, his friend that... Uh, he got a little background on and he it was a um, it was like a damaged piccolo do you know the character piccolo yes he's like yeah. he's the green guy with the uh, antennas yeah um, I can send you a picture at some point maybe of the figure itself but um, he apparently picked up this figure from a yard sale and he doesn't know where it came from before then and uh, I guess he just didn't think to ask the guy anything about it but the guy did tell him that the figure is supposed to be haunted or had some kind of spirit possessing it and that just made him want to buy it all the more of course and um, yeah <laughs> yes so uh, whenever my friend's friend who originally who had the figure before my friend bought it from him he told him stories like the figure had like flown across the room had constantly like fallen off the shelf and yeah like whenever he was gone his wife was home alone she would hear something fall in the other room she'd go and see and of course it was piccolo figure that was on the ground and it it just it, it was one of those things that really freaked them out so i think they just they just like sealed it up put it away and said forget about it um but then my friend bought that figure off of him along with everything else. So um, I actually have it with me right now. And um, we've actually had a few experiences with the figure already. So just right out the gate, the day we got him, we set him up on my friend's display, my roommate. And he he seemed to be standing just fine. Like he wasn't falling over and we were, yeah, for hours, you know, there was no problems whatsoever. So we were like, okay, he's probably telling us some tall tales, whatever. Um, so the next day, me and my other roommate, the roommate that didn't buy the figure, uh, we go out to do some grocery shopping and, um, oh no, it was me and you that went grocery shopping. It's me and my roommate that, um, bought it. So, <laughs> the roommate that was home alone and pretty freaked out by the idea that the figure was haunted in the first place, he was home <laughs> alone with it. And, um, we're on the way back from buying groceries and then he calls us and, uh, he's like, he's freaked out. He's like, guys, guys, I just got out of the shower and Piccolo's on the floor. I'm not going in your room. <laughs> so, so we get home of course he's on the floor and my roommate's scared out of his wits and uh we set him back up again and like 
an hour later he falls down so we we're like okay this is ridiculous we're just gonna sit the we're gonna sit the guy down so we sat the figure down like you know and leaned it back so there was no way that he could fall forward and take a shelf dive or anything like that and he was fine for a whole day and we left we all left somewhere i don't remember where we went um Oh, yeah, we, we probably went out to uh, our local comic shop. Um, but uh, when we got back, he was on the floor, even though he was all the way back up against the wall and sitting down. He wasn't standing. He was on the floor. <laughs> so, of oh, course, wow. we were like, okay, there's definitely something going on with this thing. Yeah, we and... should have had a Possessed Possessions episode with Rachel with Haunted Dolls. Oh. oh, my God. Yeah, you're totally right. I, I think that episode came yeah. out before all this to happen, though. Oh, well. And then um, it kind of reminds me of uh, Megan told a story about that actually happened to her mom about the um, like the the cursed amulet or was it a doll or something that kept like having things happen and stuff like that to her mom when her mom was a teenager on the Patreon mm -hmm. episode. It's just like, oh, yeah, uh, I sure. love it. Yeah, uh, but so, that's not even that's not even the end of the story. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, okay. There, there's kind of like uh, there's there's a bit of a resolution to this, um, but that wasn't the worst thing that Piccolo did. Uh, so after he fell down that time, we set him back up, and uh, my roommate decided to lay him against his computer, and um, I don't know what he did. I think he pissed him off. Because that same day, his computer caught on fire. <laughs> Just a few hours after he laid the piccolo against his computer, the computer caught on fire. Like okay, he, so he has one of those. <laughs> <laughs> he has one of those clear cases that you can see on the inside, and then he was just like freaking out, like, "Oh my god, my motherboard! It's like it's like on fire." Motherboard. <laughs> <laughs> He's had this computer for oh years God. at this point. He built it himself. There is, it's, it, he has like a ton of fans in it too. There was no way it has ever shorted or overheated before. And then the minute he sets Piccolo on it, it, it catches on fire. Oh, my Dragon Balls. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jessica in the chat mentioned kids' toys going off. And if you listen to our like first Patreon, bonus episode was it the first one where i talked about the um robotic robin that was like god all satanic that was clayton's when he was a baby oh, oh yeah. wow yeah <laughs> that was like 20 years and have i talked to y'all about like the furbies and stuff too i don't know but uh, I've, I've heard a bit about the furbies but i don't i don't remember you telling okay. me like if, if you've had an experience with them I have. So it wasn't, I never had a Furby because they freaked my mom out, which is fair. Uh, but <laughs> when I was a kid, my god sisters actually had, like, they had a ton of Furbies. And there was this one, like, kind of bluish teal one that would always, like, I, like, scream curse words and things like that. And they, of course, swore up and down that they didn't teach this Furby curse words. But every time I came in the room, it would, like, cuss at me. Oh my and I have, god. Still to this day, I have no idea why. And it's like the Furby is powered off. They took the batteries out and it's still like screaming cuss words at me. And I'm like five and I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> that is terrifying. 
That was an adult Furby. Oh yeah, apparently for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Has anybody seen the video of the guy who makes an organ out of Furbies? No. Organ? No. Yes. Yes. So he just lines up all of these Furbies in layers, and each of them is a different pitch, and then plays the Mm -hmm. keyboard, and they like pop out their creepy little tone. It's it's. I actually have to oh, look that up weird. now. <laughs> yeah, I got to look um, that up. <laughs> but um, so to, to conclude with the Piccolo story, uh, he did have to get another motherboard. It fried it. You know, it was bad. And um, he was just like, OK, Clayton, we know you know a little bit about this kind of stuff. Please help. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, the blessing of being the witch friend, every time something weird happens, everybody comes to you and they're like, so we know that you're into this stuff. Help. Yeah. Like, it, everybody, always, everybody looks at always. you like you're crazy until they need your help. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What did you do with this pickle? Okay. So um, after they gave me the piccolo, I thought maybe before I tried to like, burn sage around the figure or anything like that i was gonna try to at least reason with the spirit inside because you know, you maybe he wasn't he wasn't comfortable you know he is in a new place uh maybe mm-hmm. one of my roommates was disrespectful to him um <laughs> or anything like that mm-hmm. because he did catch his computer on fire um but yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, give, I'm giving some him bad a death blood stare there. right now <laughs> i'm giving him a death stare <laughs> but um so i thought <laughs> I thought I'd try to reason with him a little bit. So um, I kind of put myself into a little bit of trance and um, I did a little ritual with him, just did whatever felt right. I kind of talked to him and just tried to come with, come to a deal where I, I, I would keep him, I would keep him safe on my dresser and uh, my altar. And um, just as long as he didn't, you know, mess with us or scare us or bring us any negative energy like that. Um, I, we could, we could just come to a kind of understanding basically. And if that didn't work out, then I would just have to, uh, come up with a new plan. But, um, I, I work with Hermes a lot and then, and a good number with Hermes is four. So, um, something Mm -hmm. that, uh, I, I guess I just felt was to kind of like do this for four days and keep him in a kind of circle on my um, on my altar. And ex- and since four is one of Hermes' numbers, four days after that was over, I took him out and um, stood him up for like I-, I stood him up for a while after that. He didn't fall. Uh, we didn't have any more incidents. Um, and ever since then, I mean, we- we've been totally fine. And uh, I've just been keeping him on my altar. And uh, I guess checking to make sure nothing's on fire around him because I have a lot of books in that area. So uh, (laughs) um, ever since then, everything's been all right. And uh, I've got him here. I can take a picture for you. Um, Maybe post it on the Instagram. I don't know. (laughs) Yes. Sounds like fun. I would love that. Uh, I would love that. Awesome. And definitely Uh, keep us updated too. Oh yeah, you'll definitely know if um, he does anything else. <laughs> See, that's what but, we talked. Yeah. That's Rachel. If you start talking about him, they might do something. Oh, exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to do something with him after this. <laughs> well, we appreciate but, you uh, and um, telling us your haunted action figure story. 
Oh, of course. I, I had a really fun time coming on here and talking to you guys. Yeah, we'll definitely do more of these, and we'll definitely go on more investigations with SD cards in the cameras this time. Oh, please. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for having me on. Um, we got some pizza that's ready here. Uh, we're going to have some dinner, so, uh, I'll keep tuned in and listening, but, uh, I'm going to go ahead and leave the call and give some other people some time to talk. All right. Well, thank you so much. Right, it's awesome. Oh yeah, of course. Thank, thank you, you guys. Bye Clayton. How do I leave here? <laughs> <laughs> ah, here it is. Okay. All right. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, folks, I'm going to take the opportunity to pop off and give some space to other peeps, too. But um, thank you for having me on. Thank you for providing um, this podcast as a service to the community for people to learn new things and deepen their practice and get to know each other. I think you guys are fantastic. And if did I hear right that it's Cricket's birthday coming up soon? It is Cricket's birthday coming up. <laughs> you, should, um, should we sing her a quick happy birthday? We can. <laughs> with everybody on here, actually. Um, somebody call in. Call in. We got two slots open. <laughs> get, in, get in here. Okay. Singing some harmony. Well, Rebecca of I Have a Strange Story podcast, which you should listen to, is on. Um, oh, hello. Hi. Hi. Rebecca, are you ready to sing? Are you yes. ready? Yes. Okay, let's just start here. Are you guys ready? Here we go. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Cricket. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> The most beautiful happy birthday song ever. Thank you. Don't make me For a moment, I forgot that I was happy birthday, Cricket. Stay safe, everybody. Thank you so, so much. It's the 14th. So if you want to say. It is. It's a a Tuesday? Maybe. I think it's it's a Tuesday. I don't know. Tuesday. Well, if you guys want to, I, I don't. I hardly know what day it is anymore. <laughs> but thank you guys so much. That was so sweet. And I feel uh, to answer your question, Tamara, I feel a little bit of both. I feel a little bit honored. I, actually, I feel a lot honored, but a little bit weird. I'm not gonna lie. Like I've always wondered, like in you know all the musicals and things like that, when people break into song, it's like, God, that must be really awkward to just Nobody be sung wants. at like that. Like the, wants no. To- <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it, but um, when you have uh, <laughs> a song priestess on, you sing happy birthday, and we, you know, <laughs> try our best to stay on key. That was hard. <laughs> I, I kind of forgot that um, she Scotia was on the line. Like, I... Yeah, no pressure. I, I was like, what was it thing? <laughs> she knows how to sing. I right. don't. <laughs> Well, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, like Tamara said, if you don't feel weird, the people didn't do it right. <laughs> That's true. If you're not the person in the Mexican restaurant with like the whipped cream on your face and the big sombrero, and you're like the whipped cream is hiding the like 
shame and embarrassment, like blush you have across your face, you're not doing it right. I mean, and yeah. you're like three tequilas in. I mean, I'm in Aries. I go hard. So <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. Gotta go hard. So um, <laughs> I will say that I don't know. Podbean said it'll bump you off at 120 minutes. We're at an hour and 50 minutes. So oh. um, hopefully it doesn't. But if it does, that's what happened. And I'm sorry. But um, now that we have Rebecca here, would you like to um, not only plug your podcast, because we're doing that for you, but um, share a story with us all? Because, I mean, that's kind of your thing, right? That is my, th this is my thing. You're right. My thing is um, telling, uh, retelling people's paranormal experiences. Um, uh, it's called I Have a Strange Story. And let me tell you this, my story first, just in case. Um, so so that people will, will hear a story instead of me just talking about my podcast the whole time. I mean, um, and then if I'm still here, <laughs> then I can talk about it a little bit more. Yes. Um, so I have a cool story. I actually haven't told anybody this yet. Oh yeah. So y'all are, Ooh, you know, and it's weird. Um, hi bones. Hi cricket. <laughs> we <Yeah>. never... <laughs> We've never actually like spoken to one another before, but I we've spent I sent a lot of message to y'all and kind of fangirled out about a couple of things. So hey, um, don't fangirl. <laughs> <laughs> this is my third glass of the blood of Christ. So nice, you know, right? Um, I I kind of wanted to uh, poke a little bit about what you were talking about cricket on the last episode um you talked about is it cersei mm -hmm. okay i always feel like i'm saying that incorrectly but um there was a lot of things a lot of synchronicities that you had talked about that really kind of resonated in me um one of the Ooh. things is a story that i'm going to to talk about right now but um uh i think last week i got um a card pull um from mm -hmm. um i i can't remember what her name is but she's a um a psychic medium from lavender potions shelly is her first name um anyway mm -hmm. she pulled a card for me and she said hang on before i talk to you about this card i'm gonna pull there's somebody here that has a message from you it's a it's a witch she has a mole on her cheek and she just wants you to know that she's here and she's gonna help guide you through your your um this path that you're deciding to take, um, which Ooh. was very cool because I've, I've been trying to do a lot more meditation and trying to be more open to everything out there. I'm big into the paranormal, but it seems like whenever you are, the paranormal's like, nah, not you. Let's pick somebody <laughs> who doesn't believe in any of this shit and I'm going to freak them out. And, uh, <laughs> Um, you know, I, even with me as sensitive as I am, it like it fluctuates. It comes and it goes, and I, it, oh. it doesn't always follow like the thinning of the veil either, mm -hmm. like that cyclical year cycle. Like it, it just like for some reason, you know, just like uh, we were talking about earlier, sometimes it just picks up out of nowhere, 
and all of a sudden it's like I'm having crazy dreams and and all kinds of stuff so yeah, yeah. Uh, I get it it's even I go through cycles where I'm like you know I haven't heard from any of my spirit <laughs> friends recently it's kind of weird I feel a little bit yeah. divorced from them are they mad at me like <laughs> I know I know I'm like what did I, what am I doing wrong I totally believe in all y'all <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. Um, but so she she gave me this message. And then she was like, oh, and here's your card, by the way. And I can't even tell you what my card was because I was so excited. It was the tower, probably. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and here you go. You have this giant obstacle that you have to overcome. Um, so she told me about this this witch that was guiding me. And I was very excited and so I decided to do um, a guided meditation to meet your spirit guides. And usually what happens is I fall asleep every single time mm. I start to get into a meditation. It's like you're walking down a path and then I'm out. I'm out. I don't remember anything that happens to me. And then I wake up and they're like, you're going to be feeling refreshed. What was that? I always fall asleep when I do meditation or anything. Oh, do you really? Okay. So it's not just me. No. And that's why it makes it so. Yeah, and I always want to have this profound, you know, um, vision or dream or something, but I, I wake up and never remember what happens, and it doesn't even feel like I fell asleep. I'm just gone. Um, so I woke up, and um, it was I had it on YouTube, and it already started the next guided meditation, and it was for the Akashic Records. Um and I, yeah, and I had never searched this. I had heard about it at one point, but it never like registered to me or felt like it was something that I needed to explore. So I stuck a pen in it. Uh, I came back to it another day and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do this guided meditation because I feel like it's, it's something that may be resonating in me. So I listened to the meditation and, um, Everything was very clear. It was like um, I could see every every step that I was taking. I could see the hallway. And behind me the whole time was a shrouded figure that I imagined was this witch that's supposed to be guiding me. Um, mm -hmm. So that was cool. So I got into the library. I picked my book. And, um, and then, it, you know, the whole thing is like you're supposed to ask a question or need some clarity about something whenever you look into the Akashic Records. And I didn't really have a question. I was just like, let's just let it, whatever comes, comes. And so I was, mm -hmm. as I was having this, um, I got the image of um, the horned god. Um, yeah. So mm. the first image that I got was your Christian, like, red devil, like, Nice. Like the devil from legend. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. And in my, and that was, I think to trigger that kind of triggered me to be like, Oh, this is the horned God. Um, but then almost immediately after that, there was um, a figure that was shrouded in moss and greenery and we were in a forest and he was just standing over me and it was this tall towering God with big antlers. Um, Mm. And now, my I've message... been having a lot of those lately, like the horned figures. And we were talking about mm -hmm. uh, 
deer standing upright. Oh, she just commented with her little shocked face and a heart. But um, <laughs> know, we were talking about deer standing upright and like, yeah, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. all these different things. And I know Megan has like all these experiences. So there's definitely going to be a horned series coming. I'm sure we can't cover it in just one. Oh, but, yes. Um, all the different. You know, and that'll take several episodes. Yeah. yeah like yes. talking about old scratch and uh, <laughs> old <laughs> and also PN and all the other things. But um, no, that's just so cool that everybody's having these experiences, too. It was, it was mm-hmm. freaking amazing. And I had that experience. And so I, I saw this horned God. And to me, the message was, I'm not a, it, it was weird because I was giving a message to this thing instead of it giving a message to me or maybe whatever. But I said to it, I'm not afraid of you, which is really strange. It was kind of like me accepting this. Um, and then yeah. um, I also got images of like a a playful spirit. It was all white. It was in the winter time and it had like winter flowers in its hair. It was really cool. Um, but it was That's strange beautiful. because I, I had this, these images and these messages. And then I listened to your most recent show <laughs> freaking talking about the horned God. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> it was so cool. So real quick. Um, yeah. I do want to say we're, we got 20 seconds. If it does cut off, I will start a part two and then we can like wrap it up. But if it doesn't, I'll just let you know. So let's see what happens in like 10 seconds. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Cause then I'm going to have to like, we're going to have to figure out how to close this out. That's always our problem. Okay. Oh, yeah. You could just go on forever with the podcast. I get it. Okay. It's still going. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks. All right. Fun. Cool. You can't tell us what to do. <laughs> oh, Podbean's dude, starting to flash dude. the lights, I can tell. Is it? No, it's not. I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Who's knocking shit off in there? But let's not egg it on. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Rebecca. Please continue. Oh, no. that I mean, that was it. I've just been so... You know, and ever since then, too, I've been seeing little shadowy figures in the corner of my eye. Me too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. So let's... Um... And not only that, but we have this, you know, veiled witch figure and then this, you know, connection to, you know, the horned one and this animistic, like, nature spirit with white flowers that, again, calls back to, to Cersei, you know? Like, oh I, I'm... I'm I'm so I'm so excited. I, I so want you to explore this more and keep us updated because it's beautiful and I can't wait to hear more. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited about it too. You know, I am like hardcore staunch feminist that's like only only the girl gods, you know, like fuck all the guy gods. And then I can and then I get this palace around me. I know, ew, gross, get that out of my face, yeah. Gross. And now I'm like, okay. Well, I even felt that. And see, for me, like, for me, it's kind of interesting, too, because it's like, I've, I've tried to have 
relationships and reach out to like different like male gods and things like that who have you know asked to work with me or you know I've had some who are like you're gonna work with me uh, looking at you Odin um and I'm just like <laughs> no nah, I'm good thanks um but uh, like you know over and over again I just can't get a connection until um a couple of years ago uh right after I'd been through some some really awful trauma like I started attending this book club where our main focus was talking about the horned God every month. So, and talking about the new ways to experience him and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I kind of went into it going, I don't know how much I really get out of this. Uh, but I was, it, you know, uh, I was told, you know, you really should go, you really should look into this. I'm getting a feeling you need to go, you need to be there cricket. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow. Um, and it was just all of a sudden, everything clicked. And, you know, it was right before I started up this idea for this podcast and, you know, and I pulled bones along with me and, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, yeah. we should do this thing. And he's like, I want to do that. I've been looking for somebody to do that with. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> um, you me. know, like, I've never been drawn to the male deities. And I think that's a response to um, the Christian bullshit growing up. Um, and then it's mm -hmm. like, no, I don't need, um, this, this, and this, 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 but like, I mean, yeah, there's that pool. And then you realize, okay, it's not what has been like hammered into us as far as like, I mean, there's so many, I mean, you say there's male deities and there's female deities, but there's so many, I mean, with Clayton was on with Hermes. I mean, you look at mm -hmm. how he's portrayed or even his offspring, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like we're trying to ascribe like put these very narrow human conceptions on these deities and it's like okay that might be how their energy feels or how they present but like it's so much deeper than this idea of god's a man with a dick and he's like <laughs> women shouldn't speak mm -hmm. and, you know all that <laughs> yeah you're bonds you're so right like we we what, we, what do we do as humans? We like, um, <laughs> yeah, you are, you are. Thank are you, you for mansplaining everything. No, I'm just kidding. No. Wow. <laughs> no. That's no. No. Let no, me explain gender to you all. I know, right? Well, we, do, we we identify gender as we we think as humans, and like. Everything, everything that we can consume is written by humans. So we have to mm -hmm. say this, this identification for the horned God is male. And also this is how a man should act. And so therefore that's, that's, the, that's the horned God. Same thing with Hecate or whoever you subscribe to. We, we subscribe or we, we identify them with a gender. Yeah, and not mm -hmm. to say that they don't have one, but we—it's—it's it's man's made-up way of gender. Do you know what well, I mean? We even see them in like a human form. And what's the old adage like? Yeah. Horse. If horses had a god, it would look like a horse. Right. Um, uh huh. Mm hmm. I mean, there's exactly. so, even in our what last bonus episode, we started going into um, fucking aliens and how deities might be aliens. Like that's coming. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. There's gonna be a lot of fucking shit on. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, whether they were past, like, humans or souls that advanced and, like, became enlightened and all this, or whether they're, like, a just a consciousness and they appear to us a certain way, or whether it's collective, mm -hmm. 
or aliens. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, who the fuck knows? We don't right. know. Um, mm-hmm. Some of us see like a deer walking upright and others um, see like a, a figure with a changing face, like Cricket said. And um, who else just recently, who just said that today, tonight? They saw somebody Brett. with like, Brett, yes. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so... <laughs> I think, just, I think it depends on the situation and the experience and like what they're trying to like relay to you. So, uh, yeah, if the horned one keeps popping up, um, I mean, who are we to ignore him? Oh yeah. Totally not going to ignore that. Like I, you know, after reading about the horned God and stuff like that, I don't know. I think, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but I'm totally atheist, but I mean, like if the horned God is calling to me, Right. subscribe to the horn god <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's cool mm-hmm. um but yeah. yeah yeah that's another thing too is um when you talk about like uh like atheist witches who i mean not everybody especially um once we know not everybody's going to work with a deity or even mm-hmm. believe or think they need one and then i think it's so mm-hmm. fast because it's like so that boils down to the message that we've tried to get across a couple times now, um, is that witchcraft isn't based on anything that you're given. It isn't based on anything you're gifted. I mean, people are gifted, but you know, it's one of those like, okay, I am the witch. I have the power within me. It's great to have spirit allies, human allies, whether they're deities, plant spirits, animal spirits. But at the end of the day, you are the witch, you have the power. You don't have to believe in a higher power. You are that power. So I yeah. mean, you are you are sovereign. You are you are God. You know, it's <laughs> and that's one of the things I love about being a witch. It's yeah. it's beautiful. But also, being a witch is going to call a lot of shit attention to a lot of shit. So you got to be prepared for that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's a hundred percent true. And I think that. Um, Jessica had a good point earlier where she talks about, you know, there's a little bit of a trauma block there with, with male deities. And I definitely have seen that within myself too, just because, um, I've been through a lot of abuse at the hands of men. So, you know, it, it makes sense that even if I'm not aware of it, maybe there's something there that I'm not ready for that someone is either protecting me or I am protecting myself and not being aware of it, doing it subconsciously, you know? So, um, I, I definitely kind of feel what she's putting down, you know? Right. And I actually um, just, oh, I'm trying to connect to Rebecca. Did did I get you? She, I guess she got dropped and she was trying to call back in. I hope this is, this isn't just us talking to each other now, is it? Um, uh, <laughs> no. <you> know. <laughs> if it wasn't still going, I wouldn't be able to hear you still because you had to call in too. But um, Rebecca, please call mm-hmm. back. Uh, anybody else who wants to call in? We got two spots um, to share stories. Okay, she's jumping at me. Hey, sorry about that. Okay, gotcha. Yay! Hi. Yes, I completely... Sorry. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. And I completely agree with what you're saying. Thank you for explaining it again. Mansplaining it again? <laughs> I'm, totally, <laughs> I'm totally being a jerk. No, I do. I completely. You have it hard too. Trust me. I completely. Not, agree um, with what you're saying. It's not. Uh, I have a strange story. I have a uh, misogynistic story. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very feminist story to tell you. Yeah. We enjoy those. Uh, 
Yes. So when you're here, tell us a little bit about your podcast because I mean we've mentioned you before, but um, it's definitely something that's uh, I think everybody loves stories and ghost stories and weird stories. I mean we're trying to like you know share ours and get other people's um, through emails or through like this now, but um, yeah, everybody loves a good story. Yes, mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah, that's what my that's what my show is about. We do we retell uh, paranormal experiences. Um, it's hosted by me and my sister Lindsay. I've been told that we have great chemistry. Um, Lindsay is very funny, um, way funnier than I am. She should have been on the show, and um, she <laughs> she is more of a skeptic, and I believe everything, um, but but you know, we're not here to judge. We tell them all, we, we completely believe whatever anybody's been through. <clears throat> we kind of see this too. Like some stories are, are a bit traumatic. Um, yeah. I, I never want to be the person to, to be like, that was all in your head. You know, what you experienced no. wasn't anything. You just need to get over that because it's not true. I think at the, um, at the end of the right. day, it doesn't even matter if, um, even if somebody has a good story and they're, mm -hmm. you know, they misidentified an owl for Mothman. I mean, if they thought that, I mean, it's still good to hear that story and it's like cathartic for them to tell it. And I mean, you know, I'm down for all of those. And even oh, if yeah. you're like, well, there's ways to debunk this or this and that, it still doesn't take away from like the importance of their story and their experience. Yes, exactly. If yes. you thought you saw a Bigfoot, even if it was a bear, or a dude in a costume, like that reality to you, if that's what you thought you saw is going to be fucking like intense. It's true. And what mm -hmm. you said is right too. Like it, what does it matter if it's a false story or not regard, you know, you can't, I can't debunk these stories. Oh. I can't say what they were saying is untrue and nor am I going to. Um, but if it wasn't like, if they just heard a cat meowing and that freaked them out, they thought it was their grandma, you know, their dead grandmother talking to them. Maybe it was in some form or fashion that we just can't understand. And you don't know their grandmother could have been a cat. I mean, what do you know? <laughs> but like, uh, I think Tamara made a good point. Um, she says the result of the experience is the same to the experiencer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's your new motto, Rebecca. I like it. I like somebody. Write, okay. I'm going to need to just. Whereas, okay, I'm going to take a snapshot of this <laughs> and I'm going to put in my website. Don't worry. I will totally give you credit. T tack. Is it tack or just TAC? Tamara. Tamara. Yeah. Jeez. I'm the worst. Oh, sure. Tamara, Tamara, you're going to be quoted in my show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, we're, we're so glad that you could make it. Um, it's definitely something we'll have to like do a crossover event sometime where oh God, we tell you one that. of our stories. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We would love that. Um, I would love to, I, I, I would love to hear anything you have to say about Ava. I think. Oh, we're I, doing a familiar series coming up. That is so oh, yes. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's going to so, be like a three-parter though. <laughs> I bet. I mean, I'm oh, just at so, least, yeah, yeah, so jealous of that relationship that you have. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. Same. Fucking crazy. Same. <laughs> um, there's no bat emoji, or I would throw it in there, but uh, as far as 
far as this website's concerned, there's an alien. Um, but yeah, <laughs> she'll have plenty to say, and there will be a lot to be said, to be said about familiars. Um, Clayton has a really good relationship with his familiar that's like pretty new. Um, and it's weird because our mom, who is very religious, uh, but very open, has similar stories about this figure that would sound like to her would be a guardian angel, but to us is like, that's totally a familiar. And so it's just, it's funny. It's like, not that I think it's in a bloodline, but it's almost this weird kind of like, he started telling me these stories and I'm like, oh shit, what? Like, I never told you that's exactly how this happened with Ava or this is how we connect. And I think it's, uh, everybody has like kind of a different connection. Um, I know people that have those animal familiars that are like, they are present and they're always up in their business. And anytime they do witchcraft, and it's like, oh, there's benefits to having that physical. And I mean, people have multiple ones, but, you know, it's kind of been a weird journey with that because mm -hmm. you know, he showed up when I was, you know, younger and still um, in the Christian religion. And it was like, oh, God, there's like a demon speaking to me. Please help. And it's like, nope, no, God, just me. And um, <laughs> it's like, wow, that's not awkward or anything. <laughs> Right. And it's like, we can, look, <laughs> we can look back now and be like, oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> oh, I'm just talking to the demon in my head. But, um, <laughs> you know, it really changed when we took on the witchcraft role and when we uh, connected with Hecate, she kind of disappeared and uh, came back in this new role as like a, a familiar. And it's been a whole new process of learning how to build that bridge over the last few years. And, um, I mean, I she sent herself, I've sent her to people that have seen her in very vivid imagery, others in like shadow form, others in mm -hmm. Tamara has seen her like standing outside of the window, um, glowing, which I mean, vampires glow, right? Demons glow. But um, no, so it's a very cool, like weird thing. And like every time I think this is just fucking in my head and made up, it's, there's a shit that happens and I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. Um, so I can't, mm -hmm. I can't wait to get into that in the familiar episode because we want to approach it in um, kind of the historic, and I use quotation marks because you look at um, kind of the New England type era before like the witch trials and there was a very different idea of what a familiar was tied to like the horned one or the devil. And um, then you kind of end up into the new agey idea when you get to neo-paganism of oh, a familiar is whatever pet you buy. And it's like, no, it can be a pet, but there's certain aspects or attributes to these um, critters that uh, stand out and seem different. And then there's working with them and building relationships. So uh, we want to do that. Um, Matt Oren has like a really good relationship. He's obviously, I think he's more private about his with his familiar than I am with mine. And that's completely fine. I know there's a lot of people that are, but... Uh, we'd love to pick his brain too um, sometime soon uh, about that. And um, even what's his what's his name that did the uh, Crooked Path Cricket? Off the top of my head, I can't think. Of uh, Keldon Keldon Mercury. Yes, he's has, doing. Has uh, yeah. Uh, he's doing a series, right? Um, or at least he's he's doing something that involves like familiar work and stuff. So um, I think mm -hmm. it's idea. A of lot of uh, traditional witchcraft is very tied to like 
the differences between like fetch spirits and familiar spirits and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, his book, The Crooked Path, actually has some great information. Uh, that's a book I definitely want to cover uh, on uh, in the future and maybe see if we can have Keldon on because he oh, seems yeah. like a fantastic person. Um, and then uh, Cindy Brannon as well. Uh, I think she's talked about her familiar too, right? Uh, and like we just talked about when she was on earlier, Leroy uh, is like a... Mm -hmm little goblin familiar and we've talked about him um before and he's kind of on the lines of ava of like oh they like a recognition and a you know the attention um it kind of i think feeds their energy and helps them keep a stronger foothold on this on what we are our reality i guess but um there's so many different things and i think it's so different per witch and per relationship but just like anybody it's a friendship it's a relationship it's um it's give and take, you know what I mean? It's, um, so it's something mm -hmm. that I think everybody has the potential to meet and work with one. Um, there's, there's many different ways to reach out. Um, and it's, you don't, you're not assigned one. It's, it's like meeting a new friend and you guys help each other. So, um, I'm really excited to do those and, uh, hopefully help people either understand or build that relationship with their familiar because every witch needs a good familiar, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you guys talk, I think it was in your one of your first or second episodes talking about like elemental spirits and stuff like that, where how to, how to work with them and how to give back. And that, that episode mm -hmm. really resonated in me because um, it's hard to think of how to give something, like how to sacrifice something what? You know, if you don't have anything. Yeah. But then you said, mm -hmm. pick up trash you know, leave mm -hmm. offerings like, and so I started feeding the wildlife. I started picking up trash on my, on my walks mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I do mm -hmm. feel like I've gotten a lot back from that. Some people call that karma, but I think that also that could be a reward from who I'm giving my gifts to. In a True. Way. Yeah. I think, um, that idea is kind of maybe the only word people can think of, but um, it is like if you went over to a neighbor's house and cleaned up their yard for them and, you know, just kind of said, thanks for letting me enjoy whatever, then you could build a relationship with that. And, uh, you know, it's not necessarily karma. It's an active yeah. um, relationship you're building uh, for lack of a word. And I think karma is one of those words that like, a lot of people like to attach things to that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with it. Um, but I do mm -hmm. think the universe will try to balance itself out. And I think um, in that idea of karma, it's the same thing as if, if you're pushing back and you're doing a lot of negative things to people, like you're going to get blowback. Uh, same thing when you're doing good things. I think things take notice, whether that's they or brownies or any little critter or goblins to other people, to just deities, to anything. I think you can live in harmony with all that or you can push back against it and call it karma or not. It's gonna even itself out, I think. Yeah, I think that to me kind of in a way, karma only, almost sounds like a, like a Christian vocabulary word or whatever. You just keep doing good and right. good and good and something good is gonna come back to you in a way. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't typically use that's a word very, word. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a very Western interpretation of, of karma. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and we may have to do an episode on karma bones. I think that that might be a good idea. Um, but like, I, I think it's really, you know, I, I think it boils down to all magic has a cost. Mm-hmm. And your time, your energy, these are still sacrifices, you know. Um, when I have had nothing, I will you know, I will dance, I will sing, I will, um, even just a thank you or, you know, um, even just like a kiss or something like that, you know, like anything like that is, is a cost, is a gift. It's, it doesn't necessarily have to be something physical. Uh, but you know, even when you have something, you feel the need to give something of yourself that's physical. You know, I've cut pieces of my hair before I have, you know, offered up my blood, you know, uh, that actually happened recently. Speaking of familiars, you know, Ava came and, you know, into one of my dreams and was like, Hey, so I'm going to need some of this. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I was completely in control. And it was not something where she's taking it from me by force. It was me drawing, drawing the, you know, this dagger across my own chest, you know, so like, and you know, that was so tight. So many mom and shit. Huh? That was so tight. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. So so it's Tamara said offering Nashville. Oh, yeah. that was a thing. Yeah. And absolutely. I mean, I think even when we went to Broughton talking about that trip, just the reverence and kind of the understanding and like the trying to empathize with these spirits that maybe linger with all the torment and pain, like that's a gift in and of itself. And I think that's more than just leaving pennies or whiskey or tobacco, like the traditional idea here mm-hmm. in the South and other places, but just. Yeah kind of the reverence and the acknowledgement of we feel your pain. We try to understand your pain and we're here, you know? Yeah. And I mean, these are uh, people who were literally forgotten even when they were still alive and even more so in death, you know? So offering them respect and reverence and your time and saying, we understand you, we hear you, we feel you, we know that you are here. And you know, we, we honor that we honor you is, is a, it's a gift and, and an offering in and of itself. Oh my God. So, uh, what else can a hanging woman wish for? Like, come on. Yeah. Now you're getting into some deep shit, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I know we were like, Oh, this will probably be an hour, but it turned into way more. I know it's (laughs) two and a half. (laughs) I'm not sure that this is, even recording at this point it says it is but um for the sake of not having a whole three hour bonus episode like and i think people are starting to like (laughs) we can wrap it up we definitely want to do this again because this was a lot of fun you guys and um yes more turnout than we thought we would i think it says total we've had 66 so far so that's i mean that's pretty good i think Mm -hmm. Ooh, jessica um I went to the Whaley house in San Diego recently, uh, was pretty quiet, but I was so sad in the room in the house where a young child died. I felt all I could do is offer tears. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Offering, offering of tears. Yes, absolutely. I love that. That I mean, that doesn't sound too far off from your trip to, um, St. Albans where it's kind of like you said. Yeah. With Rebecca. Yeah. Like you're in such awe. Yeah. 
and kind of just wrapped up in the emotions. It's like, all you can do is like, I think sometimes it's just empathize and feel and experience that. Sometimes I think these spirits just want somebody else to realize their pain. Mm-hmm. That's not unlike what we Absolutely. do living, you know, like people. Yeah. Exactly uh, like people. Yes. Well, we appreciate everyone that's come on. Um, I know there's so many more stories and so much else to say, but we definitely should do these again. Cause I mean, what else are we doing? Right. We're just hanging out <laughs> in quarantine. Um, but Rebecca, thank you so much again. Her podcast is I have a strange story. Um, we'll definitely have to get together and do a crossover event. Um, oh, I would love that so much. That'd be and, so uh, <laughs> and then we'll have to attend our next live one whenever we do it. Um, but yeah, we'll see how this goes and, um, Hopefully it's easy to edit if I can edit it. Um, well, thanks for uh, putting this on. It's been, it's been so much fun. I'm so, I feel so happy that I've gotten uh, to actually talk to you guys. It's, yes. it's just been great. Yeah. And um, like I said, we like sharing our stories, but we don't get to share you guys' stories that often. Um, we try. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been a really fun experience. And uh, I'm blown away at how many people showed up. I was like, oh, well, even if it's five, it'll be fun, right? <laughs> you guys are so Yeah. Popular. I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I love, you know, even though uh, Bones and I try to incorporate your stories from like time to time, but it, it it's like, it's better when it's coming from you guys instead of us relaying a story from you D- does that make sense like it's your energy it's your experience you don't and have i to think, think that us, even if we're stuff. reading your words it's, it's something is lost there you know so I, I i love being able to hear all of this stuff from you guys firsthand i think it's beautiful well if you're listening to this and you're not on our discord go over there because this is basically what the discord is except in text we got a lot of yeah. our Discord over here um Everybody's really nice. And there are some uh, voice channels on there, too, if you guys are game for that. Um, I don't know how much you've been using that, but there are some public voice channels. If y'all want to get on and and chat, just, you know, follow the rules. It's cool. Yeah, there's a rules page. Read those. (laughs) They're kind of like commandments. (laughs) I'm done with rules, not with commandments. Commands are meant to be broken. Yes. Okay, so everybody listening to this, please get to sleep early. You've got a uh, sunrise service in the morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. Uh, <laughs> as, as for the rest of the people who are going to sleep in, Tamara has to work. Yeah, I think that's about it. We're essential. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for showing up. Um, Cricket, is there anything else you need to say, want to say for your birthday? Um... for my birthday um I mean I don't think so I'm just so blown away by the response to this and it's just been so wonderful and I'm uh, I'm so thankful to be able to do this with and that all of you guys enjoy it and that bones you you make me like do all of the work and things that I don't necessarily like want to do sometimes like you keep me in check and I'm so thankful for that too and just like all of all of the love like is amazing and I'm just so grateful yeah well um we love our fans and they always amaze us um when they like 
I don't know. Sometimes I, I post this stuff and I'm like, oh, nobody's actually going to like care that we're doing a live stream, but you guys like showed up. If this only allows us to have like three other calls besides me and Cricket. So if you were calling when the lines are full and we didn't see you, we'll do this again and please call in. If you have a story you didn't get to tell, mm -hmm. tell us, we'll read it on the air. Um, so we appreciate everybody. We did not expect to have this many like juggling calls and stuff, but that's great. That's a good sign. And the chat was very active. So this is definitely something we'll do again um, and look forward to. So I can't wait till the next one. Absolutely. I think this was a blast and I can't wait for the next one. I, I, I'm super excited already. Yes, Jessica, please get over your anxiety and call sometime, which no. Um, yes. We love Brent. She's because like, you have so many great stories on the Discord too. I so I, I want to hear them from you. Like, I'm super excited. Yeah. And Brett was like, I'm too nervous to call in. And I was like, just, I'll read it. Like, I understand. But it was cool that she showed yeah. up. We, we want to thank Rachel and Megan and Keely for, um, and Cindy, like out of the blue is like, I'll totally mm -hmm. follow. Um, so we love Cindy and uh, check out that link. Uh, hopefully you guys saved it because she offered like a free trial, which is really cool at uh, keeping her keys. Um, check out all the good mm -hmm. shops and the podcasts and stuff. So um, we love you guys. We know a lot of you on here support us either with money or by just your love but also money. No, mm -hmm. um, for our patrons. <laughs> um, but it's like, we want to do stuff like this to, to um, let you guys know, like we care and we're not, you know, ignoring you, right? I don't think we ignore anybody. We try not to. <laughs> we try not to. Sometimes things fall through the tracks because, you know, we're busy and we, you know, we're human, yeah. we fuck up. But, you know, you know we, uh, we do our best. <laughs> We've saved your stories. I mean, our podcast isn't all about stories. If you have a cool, strange story, go to Rebecca's podcast and share it there and we'll listen. <laughs> or share it in the Discord too. Definitely make sure you check that out. It should be in yeah. our little link tree at the top of our Instagram or- um, Yeah, we better at this professional yeah. uh, social media shit. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> Follow Liz on TikTok. <laughs> um, I don't have a TikTok. <laughs> Don't start. Don't start. I got Clayton on it. Tomorrow's like, don't you dare get that sweet boy on there. And I got him on it. And now. Oh, no. We're just all fucked. Oh, God. I guess I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And there'll be a curse. And then we'll just, we'll go out to these investigations and play like, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Okay. You can yeah. at least have one for cursed. Yeah. <laughs> thank you again we'll do this again and um sorry this went on so long sorry not sorry yeah i'm not sorry i had yeah, fun three gin and tonics in like that's that was my cutoff is like if i hit three it's been going on too long <laughs> <laughs> i nick brought me some drinks i don't know what was in them but i feel pretty good so we're we're all right but i'm about three drinks in too so all right well ha everybody Everybody have a good <laughs> tomorrow. Um, enjoy your wine and Jesus biscuits or crackers, whatever they're crisps, whatever they're called. Um, <laughs> Rachel will be eating her cookies and somebody was making pad thai. Jesus. Ooh, yeah. Nice, Rachel. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Jesus and um, yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Until next live stream. Um, and 
being drunk. <laughs> we will talk to you later. And I'm going to hit the end button. Does it go? Oh, just okay. Stop. Maybe. Oh, I'm about to end this live show. It booted me. Okay. <laughs> fuck off, Cricket. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. We love you. Bye. Cursed is a bi-weekly podcast produced by Bones McWilliams and Cricket Words. Editing by Bones McWilliams. The theme for Cursed is Voice of the Trees by Sun and Moon Dance. Check them out on Spotify, YouTube, or at sunandmoondance.bandcamp.com. Follow Curse on Instagram, Twitter, and become a patron at patreon.com slash cursecast. Thank you.